wake up you wake up you wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up up you wake up you wake up you wake up you wake i'm your host l.a. aka la with me today is my co-host the spirit gunner the worst craven rap cam motherfucking archer do y'all think michael jordan cares that his cologne smells like shit <laughs> No, nah, because I think that's what he really he aspires to. He aspires like, to have it's that smell. Crazy how, how bad his cologne smells. And as a kid, I just wanted it because it came with a basketball. <laughs> that's all we really needed. I mean, it smells like you just got done playing basketball, so it makes sense. But I don't understand why he thought that was marketable, especially at the time when he was really just golfing a lot. You would think he would want some more better scent <laughs> while he's out there just smelling like musk. And not Elon. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he he enjoys that, but I I don't even think he smells it. Honestly, I think he just signs off on the shit because he out there wearing big big Jinko oh, jeans. <clears throat> yeah, he's wearing Jinko jeans and oversized shirts still. So I don't think he really. Cares. I wouldn't Jinko be surprised jeans. if he's never smelled it. <laughs> Have you seen how big jo- Michael Jordan? My nigga's jeans the, are huge. He Michael don't walk Jordan. out the house unless the, there's a whole spot oval that comes to the bottom of his. He don't even <laughs> care what ankles. shoes he wears because he can't see them. You can't see them; they're covered all the time. You got a fucking cape at the Dress bottom. Dress shirt tucked in. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that the black youth of America have really styled a lot of their fits off of Michael Jordan's shoes when he, that nigga cannot put a fit together to save his life. Michael Jordan can't dress. Period. <laughs> he really can't. went bald at nineteen. <laughs> Started wearing a hoop earring. Wait, but, but, but hang on, hang on, wait, hang on. There's like I know a, you about to defend him. Go ahead. No, he, I don't know what happened because it is terrible. There's a there's like a GQ. I don't know what it was. Some feature he did like back when he was in college, and I'm mm. like, he looks fashionable. He's got you know, and then some happy he went to the pros. I don't you know, know why. Start hanging out with the you know why because no tight clothes. Tight clothes are tight clothes are back now, Michael. Like you could go back to dressing in them suits and shit. Well, he not little no more. He's not the same size. No, he's, he's not that big. That's it. Yeah. We got we'll never big. know. That yeah. nigga's not close. on the outfits the tractor trailer should be wearing. Right I don't now. think we've ever been able to tell how big he paused. Every pair how big of his he actually jeans is because paused. everything yeah. is, yeah, is always every loose. Every pair of his jeans are the before jeans. <laughs> Those are the jeans where you pull them out to the side and be like, you hold them out to the side like, this how big I look. I've lost, I've lost 10 inches. You know what I'm saying? He got them on, some non slip sketchers, and like, and a dress shirt tucked in with some mm-hmm. very young, attractive, uh, probably Italian woman. Yeah, and I don't. I just want I him to wear pants that fit. That I man think, don't I care. Think, I think he just cares about cigars, golfing, and trading text messages with his son about having <laughs> sex with his former teammate's wife. In. Yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> having having sex. He high fiving his son for having sex with his former teammate's wife. Scotty <laughs> Pippen. Texting his did you do it? You did a good son. <laughs> do that move. Do that. You did that switch up move. I taught you. <laughs> you gave it. You gave it that. You gave it that full court press. <laughs> you gave it a dime nickel. <laughs> you know the one. You know the play I'm talking about. Oh man. Also with us, the family man, sock man, <laughs> the one with all the facts and the lyrics, the producer of what? The director, A. Devon Johnson. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. <laughs> Get it up. That's getting defect, man. 
I'll listen to you get out of this one, fact man. <laughs> Let's see you produce this one, fact man. <laughs> oh, I don't even feel like doing it anymore. <laughs> Let's see you correctly come out of this one, fact man. <laughs> oh, but, but fact man, we insist. <laughs> You can't truth your way out of this one, fact man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Antonio's Antonio, here. Grow up. Just, Antonio, grow up. Just do it. What you got? <laughs> what you got? You got it really doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> defeat doesn't, Open defeat the pod, doesn't become LA. you, fact man. <laughs> Open the pod. Become you, fact man. Welcome, welcome to the pod everybody. where three black men come together <laughs> yeah, and yeah, because yeah. they know, know what they mean. You guys As children. always, peace of Ray Raheem. <laughs> this is the Do the Wrong Thing podcast. I want to say episode 78-ish, 9-ish, somewhere around there. Oh, man. No R- no, no RIPs. Do we, can we get some applause for that? It's been a while since we've been able to do that. What? No no, no RIPs. Let's get us some round of applause for us. We don't have to. No death. <laughs> No death. Speaking of round of applause, let's talk about Tom Allen clapping that ass back. You know what I mean? In his new series on BBC, <laughs> Big Big Black Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Tom said. Tom Allen said, "I am not." I, he saw. He texted Zendaya is like, "Baby, you are not going to outshow me." Listen, right? like, LA is LA is LA. <laughs> LA is speaking for himself. He's. Oh He came in. Came in hot. Boy. Jesus. Oh man. What's so the name this, of the show? I think the craziest part is okay, so this show called The Crowded Room came out in like June. Yeah. Okay, this show came out in June. Uh, it's crowded stars already. Tom Field, Holland. Filled it to others. the brim. I feel bad because I can't remember exactly who the, the woman is that's actually the, the lawyer. Hmm. But it's it's like a murder type of mystery kind of thing. But Tom Holland plays a young uh, homosexual male in the seventies, mm-hmm. and somehow, some way, I guess after the whole Challengers trailer went viral with with Zendaya uh, <laughs> in a three way with two young strapping preferred men, pre- more than likely British white men uh, <laughs> that are pretending to be to Americans. Yeah, out of nowhere, now it's begun circulating this these scenes from the show The Crowded Room, where uh, Tom Holland playing a homosexual male is having sex with men and going down on men and mm-hmm. you know twitter being twitter was in a tizzy over the fact <laughs> that tom hall they forgot tom holland is not just spider-man he's also an actor actor <laughs> they um, forgot but they've they had like they would never seen actors date each other before thinking oh yeah. they're, they're doing this to get back at each other nigga they are working yeah they're getting they're getting <laughs> checks it's, i think my favorite really thing was funny. not my spider-man oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, Not my me. fictional superhero. Yeah. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you could differentiate that. It's funny. It's funny that Tom Holland is seems to be the only one that seems to be getting this. Where his life, especially his life with Zendaya, because he recently came out on a podcast. Um, no, no, no shade or smoke to them. Tom Holland coming here, we're better. Uh, uh, there was something he was talking about as far as like his mental health and his stress and friend of the of show. Like, friend of the show. Uh, always really um, trying to keep their relationship private, him and Zendaya, and how 
stressful it is to be a part of the Hollywood world. And you could really understand that by uh, these things happening with Zendaya's uh, Challengers video coming out, the whole internet going crazy over it, as if, like, this is real life. Like, Zendaya's really doing a threesome in real life as a way to, like, shun Tom. <laughs> like, she's not? She's she's working. <laughs> she's mm. she's playing a role. She also <clears throat> did a role with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what, John, Don, David John David Washington, where he was eating macaroni and playing with pussy. Like, is <laughs> It's not real life. Eat macaroni <laughs> yeah. and playing with the macaroni. <laughs> it's not real life. Y'all can let it go. But yeah, this it's, so it's John, weird to see that. So, John, when you said it was the it. cheesiest, what did you mean? By <laughs> <that>? <laughs> the creamiest. It was. Uh, it's odd. <laughs> it's odd that they seem to be like because you don't does really it, see this happen to us. You don't see this happen to the other Spider Men. You don't see none of their roles getting pulled <laughs> and showing what the stuff they're doing. Well, I don't know what Andrew Garfield been doing. Yeah, who, who's been wondering what Tobey Maguire is doing? Nobody <laughs> has been wondering what's up, what's what's going on in his life. Nobody's pulling up their old work and be like, "Not my Spider Man." Nobody's doing that. Well, mostly because Tobey Maguire was famously an asshole, right? And that's that's what I heard. So allegedly, yeah, it wasn't very nice. That's what they say. Nice the, the 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 a hole character that Michael Sarah played in Molly's Game was based on Toby McGuire. Oh, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Player X. Well, we knew. Nice. I mean, it's so weird. It's a weird phenomenon. I know even with um, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox oh, get better. Yeah, that Jamie was, Fox that get was better. Really bad. There were people. There are people even now. Like somebody, somebody posted a video. <gasps> um. I don't know if it's been verified. I don't really care, but it was like of him. Like Nigga on said, a, I don't care about the fact. It, was, it was on him and on a boat. And, you fuck you, fact man. Well, somebody was like, "Hey, yeah, I've seen him." And like, "Yeah, he looks like he's doing good." And somebody even in the comments was like, "Well, we haven't heard anything." And all of a sudden, we see him. Like, who? What makes you think you needed to hear anything? Like, it's, how, like what? What in your brain is is making you believe that someone has to come out with a report? deliver you that report that states every single thing that's happened every fact by fact so that you can then say okay i understand now he's okay like that nigga don't owe you no explanation tom and zendaya don't have to say shit about to us about their relationship well, and i'm glad they don't because they don't have nothing to do with us me cam from san Bernardino, <laughs> california deserves answers okay <laughs> that so nigga tom I don't say, even know we exist tom and zendaya good i expect a full report okay <laughs> Tom, Zendaya, <laughs> tell us. Time now. It's, it's, the, it's the other side of this access is that when we don't get the access, we assume it's not happening because they're not telling us about it. Yeah, and it's the, like these, these like niggas have lives. Everything's a conspiracy. Everything's yeah. fake. Everything's a show. You know how it goes. Yeah. Unless it falls uh, into the narrative that you like. Right. Exactly. exactly. We'll we'll get into some conspiracy talk uh, in a second, especially. Something else that we'll talk about a little bit later as far as like people actually getting replaced and nobody's actually watching it. <laughs> this is the show for the conspiracy theorists and nobody's fucking watching it. It's tailor made for y'all niggas. So fucking wild. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Machine. Uh, they. <laughs> they <laughs> I'm still waiting for my fucking Dwight Schrute graphic tee. And Why isn't it fashion. faded? Why isn't it faded yet? <laughs> hip hop fashion. In hip hop fashion. <laughs> oh shit! For the nine nine and the two thousand, <laughs> you want to see your fugly kid ever again? 
Oh, man. But yeah, no, the, even I think I talked to you guys about it before. That lady who was on the plane, the white lady was on the plane that was in an argument with. Like, you know what's funny is I've just avoided that video. I really have. Wasn't she like. Man, I have not seen the, the I have not seen the full video. So she she's getting off the plane. She's yelling at who I imagine is, is maybe a boyfriend or husband or girlfriend or whatever. And she says, that motherfucker is not real. And then everybody like collectively turned back to see who she's talking to. But you can't really see who she's talking to. So uh, whoever was some group had put up on TikTok that it was some li- she said that she saw like a lizard person uh, and that the eyes blinked crab halfway, people like, <laughs> like mission like uh, men in black like it blinked uh, horizontally or whatever. So they or vertically they later came out and said, hey, guys, that was a hoax. We just did that. See how far it got. By this time, it didn't matter. People had already convinced themselves that there was really a lizard person. <laughs> That she saw, and there was nothing to stop. Even though the people who created the video <laughs> <laughs> came out and was like, hey, "Yo, this was a joke." Oh, <laughs> we so were playing. Told you to say that, huh? <laughs> but it's crazy how something gets unleashed upon the public, and they just cannot stop the narrative. The narrative is too far gone by this point. Well, kind of like the how issue. Uh, that, Antonio beats on the door. Exactly. That, that's, that's the it's issue. Too far gone at this whoa, point. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. You're telling me Antonio didn't. That's yeah, the, the issue with conspiracy the theories, theories <laughs> is because it doesn't really matter you if you're wrong. Like, it doesn't matter if you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. you can, It doesn't matter. Like, nobody cares. You could be 100% wrong, even if they refute you. You could just be like, well, you know, can you blame me? Like, there's there, there's really no... there's So you could just shoot and just say, this sounds like this, you know, you know, it, it goes. But if it doesn't... Like, I could be then, like, Antonio you know. has a member of the Dora Milaje in a headlock right now, listeners. You don't know if it's true. <laughs> we could have digitally removed it. Think it's true. Yeah, it could, this yeah. could all be CGI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of sounds, let's talk about the sound of freedom and conspiracy. Uh, to freedom, <laughs> freedom, dum dum. Uh, Antonio, I think dum, you have dum, a little dum, bit more dum. info on this. I don't have any info on this. Why are we going to oh, bring- pull it up? You said you did, you lying sack of shit. <laughs> and then I said I don't. Up. I, then I said I don't want to give these people any time. All right, well, it's too, too late. What's the name of the? What's the it's name? Of, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> now it's time. Sound of Freedom. Okay, this is all I know, and I just I've okay. only read one article because that's all I cared about. If is that the, cut the AC off on my mama? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they can have a heat. From rash. what I've heard is. The movie itself is fine. There are some mm. there are some Christian undertones, but for the of most course. part, if you're fine with that, the story is uh it's a heartfelt, pretty straightforward thing. Right. The 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 thing is is we're talking about Jim Caviezel, is that how you, Caviezel. Is that how you say his yeah. name? Mm-hmm. Who has been known especially recently to have be to be involved in some some conspiracy talking theories some what is it QAnon some QAnon talk so most of the negative rap that I've been hearing is actually not about the movie but about the people involved in the movie and so are we giving money to fund some I don't know I'm not watching this movie so who knows I'll never know Um, but again this was a I don't remember what website it was on but they said it was fine. If you're fine with a couple Christian undertones, sure. Because I think they were. They even quoted some line where they were like, 
something about God's children or, you know. Yeah. But, you know. I'll, uh, I don't think any add- of us are against <clears throat> child slavery. So I don't think it'll be like a, ew, what are they talking about type thing. So I don't right. think any of us are, you know, or for child yeah. slavery. Sorry. Not again. You know, <laughs> word, 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 but sorry. Oh, yeah. We're uh, pro-child slavery. No, we're not. <laughs> so I think, you know, from that... Get the fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a break? I'm working my kids right now. Yeah, Get the upstairs, fucking sweating. work. Yeah, not, so let me see I your think, hands. Yeah, there you not go. enough dirt on them. <laughs> Get back dirt. the fucking work. I don't see no calluses. This episode <laughs> is brought to you by Sheen. <laughs> uh, update so, yeah. for Sheen real quick. But, Side, sidebar. Uh, Sheen's under a RICO charge. Uh, AKA we fucking That's called crazy. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we fucking crazy. called that shit. All right. Remember, Under a Rico remember, charge. Remember when they invited a bunch of like um, creatives to their shops yeah, and talk, all those creatives? We talked about on the episode yeah. you weren't there for. Antonio. Oh my god. Well, now <laughs> they was getting ahead because they knew the, they knew that investigation was about to hit the fan. Yeah. No. How much we, did we they get the paid? News. We broke the news. Oh, a lot. <laughs> I guarantee you, a lot. I fucking lot. Enough uh, to be added to this Rico charge. Yeah. <laughs> They are indicted too. Oh man. Okay, so let me let me give a little bit of uh context. That's all I have to say um, about that movie. Yeah, a little bit of context for the movie. Uh I'm reading from the BBC because I thought it was fitting <laughs> since we were just there. Uh Sound of Freedom is the child trafficking drama, a watershed moment for the face uh it questions itself. A, a watershed moment for the faith based filmmaking. Uh it's been a surprise hit of the summer, dividing opinion and going head to head with new Indiana Jones, but it's but is it really a Christian film, and how will its success impact the film industry? Uh, so this says, depending on whom you ask, the surprise hit U.S. F- film Sound of Freedom is, quote, a provocative and gripping, end quote, film offering a, quote, moral clarity on a harrowing child-threatening issue, or else it's a, quote, QAnon-tinged thriller designed to appeal to the conscience of conspiracy out boomer, end quote. Either way, it's clear that the movie is just not a movie. Time out. It By had, the way, when they say it's a surprise hit, it's made like maybe twenty million dollars. Yeah. It so it, basically the thing that was in the box of the time was Indiana Jones, which it I guess overtook the number one spot, but nobody was fucking caring about <laughs> Indiana Jones. It like made more per theater than Indiana Jones did, but I don't know if it actually beat it. No, I don't think it did either, money wise. Uh either way, it's clear that the movie is not just a movie, it has become something else, something more. Uh, inspired by the experiences of Tim Ballard, a former Homeland Security agent who was laterally, who has latterly spent his career rescuing victims of human trafficking, Sound of Freedom tells the fictionalized story, it's important to know, uh, of Ballard's Jim Caviezel journey to Columbia to save a kidnapped brother and sister who have been seized by a woman posing as a model scout. The film progresses as you would expect. Ballard saves the children and reunites them with their father. There are a few uh, tame action sequences, and the good guys are heroic. There are... Yeah! <laughs> there are many twists and turns. Uh, a critic from RogerEber.com called it a solemn, drawn-out bore with not particularly bold narrative stance. <laughs> However, <laughs> Variety disagreed. So this is kind of where the firestorm started because there was a uh, basically a positive review from Variety that seemed to legitimize the movie and gave a lot of right-wingers like, yeah, even the liberals are telling it how it is. And that just kind of boosted a lot of its, uh, <laughs> boosted a lot of its popularity. Uh, so it says, describing it as a compelling movie that shines an authentic light on one of the crucial criminal horrors of our time. 
as have plenty of crime goers, uh, the film has racked up a strong box office showing, earning more than $45 million in ticket sales to the U.S. since its release on the 4th of July. A lot of tickets, more than $4 million, according to the website of its makers, Angel Studios, have told via a unique pay-it-forward scheme whereby ticket buyers can buy a ticket, multiple tickets, for others uh, to claim for free. Sound of Freedom has held its own next to surefire summer blockbusters like Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and the Insidious Red Door. In fact, the film ha- uh, from a small independent studio outperformed Disney-backed indie uh, on opening day, a data point that may have supported Sound of Freedom are proud to point out. That has widely been described by the uh, likes of Variety as a faith-based movie and a major win for the particular Christian-centered market. You can read more uh, from the BBC's article if you so choose. But yeah, uh, essentially, it got a lot of legitimacy um, from a lot of different outlets. I think the New York Times was another one that gave it a fairly positive review. I think what a lot of the controversy is because there's supposedly AMC theaters along with some other theaters were removing it from some of the theaters basically because it was it held up propaganda that just was not factually true like Tim Ballard did not actually go out and fucking Mission Impossible his way through (laughs) the Colombian jungle side to rescue any kids like he was behind a desk 99.9% of the time so uh, they is child trafficking happening yes 100% did Tim Ballard run through the Colombian jungle to save two of them? No. <laughs> but you can't tell. So you don't think that. that they based Rambo off Tim Ballard? <laughs> <laughs> off of Jesus? <laughs> no. No. Shimon. Yeah, no. You think the... Man on Fire was just some fictional story? You think, like, come on, bro. It's documented, and it was said by Denzel Washington, Put in on theory, camera. that he, you know, he, got, he was like, yo, Tim, I need I need pointers, bro. Where would you put this bomb? And Tim was like, his buttocks. <laughs> Classic cinema, bro. I don't know what you think this is, man. Come on, now. Quit playing with Tim. Yeah. Uh, currently, right now, there's promotional uh, marketing for the movie for you to go see for free. <laughs> because we haven't said enough. Uh, Jim Caviezel has been linked to QAnon, which is where a lot of that stuff came from, where he believes that the liberals are yeah. eating babies and drinking their blood. and, and Lizards blood. eating babies. <laughs> so that's why a lot of the, the dust storm is kicked up around this movie and why a lot of uh, whites uh, are propping yeah. it up. Like, nobody has a problem movie. with a, a Christian movie. Nobody has a problem with that. No. I have a problem with Kirk Cameron because he's a weirdo, but nobody has a problem with him doing 12 left behind movies. Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. has a problem with it. If you're the 13 people that go watch films, it every year. Great. Love. You know what I'm saying? You know who else did a left behind movie? Your boy, Nicholas Cage. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> nobody has a problem with that. Right. If that suits your needs and your faith, great. Um, but let's call a spade a spade. People aren't promoted. Aren't trying to, get rid of this movie because they don't like God. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's saying that. <laughs> or they, or they trying to, they're trying to hide the child trafficking within the Hollywood elite. Shut up. Like who, who, who is sitting at home? Like, Oh God, we have to have the children traffic. We need it. Nobody's saying that. Nobody, <laughs> what is wrong with you? People don't want to see Jim Caviezel get he on his screen. Way to Columbia. And, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? With a gun. And like, and talk about how much he loves God while shooting insurgents in the face. He doesn't shoot anybody in the face. I'm just saying. Nobody wants to see this. I play Jesus. I love Jesus. 
let him know I can't wait to see him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's saying that. They just don't want to hear Jim Caviezel get on their TV screen and talk about how Hillary Clinton had a, had a buffet to Bobby of, like, some little kid on a fucking rotisserie platter. Nigga, nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Because uh, they all so know the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence thing. So, right. you know. Yeah, so let's let's take it from uh, the jungles of Columbia to Pound Town as Sexy Red takes it to a prep rally. Uh, I don't have the story on this one. I imagine Cam does, though. Yeah, so everybody was up in arms because uh, uh, a school held a pep rally in, in uh, Sexy Red's hometown, and she popped up, uh, microphone in hand. Crowd <laughs> booty, went, ho- booty hole brown. <laughs> brown as ever. Uh, crowd with... <laughs> <yes. laughs> Booty old brown is hilarious. <laughs> this is that's, a a, that's a clip. I'm making that a clip. Actually, I'm making uh, that a clip. She actually, she actually walked in booty hole first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the door opened and all they saw was a booty hole. They said, Sexy Red! And the crowd knew. Uh, no, Sexy Red. And of course, uh, the old coons were out. Oh How can they have her? How could they have her come there and perform that horrible song? Like these kids had never heard of Sexy Red, and or they much like, worse, like, they were like, "Oh my God, the booty hole!" Like, <laughs> like what are we? You know, kid. You know, what I was listening to in high school. Are you kidding me? Like, you think this sure. song is just the, the royal penis is clean, your highness? <laughs> you know Thank you. I was listening to that in elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like slob you know I mean? on like, my knob, <laughs> corn on the cat, nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you and kidding like, me? The, these kids rushed her. They were super excited, and she said she came to the school not just to take the children to Pound Town, mm-hmm. but to uh, <laughs> give money to kids to get their hair cut and get their hair done for prom. Because she remembered what it was like to not have money for that, so that's why she that's came sweet. to the school. They was mad at the booty. It was a very nice gesture. Lyrics. Yeah, but of course you had the naysayers. Why don't they ask a doctor? Or it's like, like <laughs> it's a career day, bitch. The because the niggas, the fuck them niggas, them niggas didn't show up. That's why. <laughs> them niggas didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? You, you want a doctor to cancel his surgery to come to a pep rally, niggas? There's lives on the line. Yeah, uh, so, yeah in, but you we know, shout out to Sexy Red. We was yeah. what? No, I was saying we was in middle school singing about uh, drive bys. You know what I mean? I mean, all our moms heard was "woo." (laughs) Let it go. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, let's let's cut the crap. Old people got to realize, and I don't understand it. Like, especially your old asses was listening to the time and Prince, right? Talking about get it up. If y'all don't shut the (laughs) fuck up. Ring my bell is is coitus. Yo, come on, man. Ring my bell. Fucking coitus, right? You nasty y'all was bitch. To, y'all was listening to nasty shit all your life. You know what I'm saying? Antonio, tell us what they was listening to in your, when you was in the 70s. School. <laughs> right right when television turned to color. Tell us about what Rick James was talking about in the early 80s when you when you first got to college. Tell us about that shit. <laughs> that was, you playing, too. was you playing the 30s or the 40s when on the disc? <laughs> when they was flipping it back and forth. When you first took the eight track out and got a tape player, <laughs> what was going on? Man? <laughs> oh shit! It was oh, right man. around the time Boston Baked Beans first came out. <laughs> I remember popping oh, one of them boys in God. and went, "Woo!" <laughs> Played "Ring My Bell" three times that day, <laughs> back to back. 
I was picking out my fro. Oh man, <laughs> Antonio is currently playing an old game because he's an old nigga. Um, <laughs> he's currently playing. This is a Breath new game. Thank you very much. He's playing. No, I'm not Breath playing Breath of the Wild. I'm playing. Um, <laughs> I'm playing the newest story. game. Who's gonna prove sh- me wrong? I should have played. Man. <laughs> yeah, the, the narrative's out now. <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna prove me wrong? What narrative? Man? What narrative? <laughs> Shit. Not only oh, are man. you old, but you uh, play old the... games, fact man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, old people gotta stop playing. It's really annoying. Y'all gotta shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Yeah, shout, shout out to Sexy Bread for doing for doing something special. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a, obviously. Ooh, big big surprise. I'm not a big fan of the music. I'm not a big fan of the music. I don't think. I don't think the you music is the good. Single, you, yeah, because it's booty hole brown. Would you? <laughs> you think I'm just gonna skip that? <laughs> But no, if if <laughs> it's, it's BHB, <laughs> you don't skip the BHBs. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I mean, <laughs> if she's if this is doing well for her and her single is, is popping off, she get Nicki Minaj remixing a joint. She's legitimized in the in the halls of hip hop for now. Uh, we'll see how long her run lasts, but for now, she's clearly got her fan base. The the girlies love her. You know what I mean? And. For now, that song will live on in infamy with the kids. So y'all just go ahead and y'all have to give it up. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to change it. Your kids are listening to much worse, I promise you. <laughs> They're singing about drive-by killings you and, and drug deals right now. You ain't got to say too much from the look in your eyes. I can see you want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to call me your boo. Cause as bad as you want to fuck, I want to fuck too. We were singing like, That was a gateway number. drug. We were singing some <laughs> Nasty. Cut. We had a song with a fucking bed squeak as the main instrument. <laughs> nigga, you, you worried about booty holes being brown, nigga? You worried yeah. about physical anatomy? We were singing the, songs that said, all skeet skeet. <laughs> to the window to till the sweat, wall. Till sweat dripped down our balls when we were 10. All right, you know what I'm loud. We was loud. We was in there pointing. <laughs> to the window. <laughs> <laughs> like, we was listening to so much worse. Yeah, no. So y'all Put just it give in your it up. mouth and shit, but y'all worried about <laughs> booty holes harmonizing to a to a high school student. Y'all worried about that? Come on, man. Yeah, you ain't watch Euphoria and see what these high school kids doing. Slight <laughs> side note: Y'all see that they said Euphoria season three ain't coming out till like twenty twenty six now. Ain't nobody gonna care about that because <clears throat> of the writer strike. <laughs> they gonna have to recast yeah, most everybody. of this stuff. Most then of this stuff might look like forever. an then. Yeah. Yeah, if it hasn't happen. been recorded not now. Not if they let us write it, baby. <laughs> okay. Let me know. Some, let me know when I we're let me know when we're getting ideas. to the let me know when we're getting to the uh, writer's strike part. Right now. All right, bet. Go, go for it, big dog. Go ahead, pause. <laughs> Take it away. I just did. I just did. <laughs> I'm about to defeat this sludge monster thing. I'm I'm like, I'm gonna be mad if I die now. Just make a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk um, about the writer strike. Because I think, today. yeah, we haven't we haven't talked about her yet. So basically, no, both both sides currently are um, arguing. We kind of grazed over it last week. When we yeah. didn't talk. It's, it's expanded since then for sure. So the WGA's been it. on strike. That's the Writers Guild of America. And in just this week, I believe on Friday officially, the SAG, AFTRA, AFTRA, yeah, AFTRA, yeah, has just joined suit. Now, essentially, both sides want almost the same thing. Most of the time, like most collective bargaining agreements, they're usually always about money. Mm-hmm. So money uh, money is the primary thing. Payment money is the motive. Um, for writers, they want a little bit more stability when it comes to what the job is when they take it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
actors just want to be paid more for their representation. Lately, there's been a whole lot of people posting their residual checks for some stuff, and my God, mm. it's some nasty. Work it's sadly there. funny where it's like people doing big writing for episodes for like nationally syndicated stuff, just big stuff, Million, and millions they're getting, of views. They're getting checks for like thirty five dollars or something like that. Like it's wild. Yeah, and so um, like yeah. And so, but uh, the newer thing that's being asked for on both sides are essentially regulations on AI. Yeah, now, AI has the potential, like most new technological advancements, the potential to be very good or very bad. Are you reading a statement from the AI? This I'm not reading now. Name? This is just <laughs> this is just what it is. I mean, because here's the thing: people in the AI now. I've been using AI for like ten years now. It's just. It's just more readily available to people in ways that we haven't seen. But there's always been AI. I mean, you look at your phone and the phone unlocks. Like, how do you think that happened? You know, yeah. so um, in this case, actors want to be protected and writers a little, basically for the same way for either their likeness or for their work. Um, because what a lot of technology has the ability to do not right now are face scans and body scans, which always happen for CGI because they're putting, again, AI they're putting you they're putting your likeness into a computer and they're moving you digitally it just mm -hmm. so happened that that wasn't a thing that was so easily done like it took a lot of money to do that because you had to go to a place that specified in doing that it's just yeah. now that's the that's more so the case so they want to make sure that their likeness is protected and if you use their likeness whether or not they're paid for it because i could say and i could see a director here's a perfect example legitimately doing this i shoot we cut, I'm in post, and I realize, shit, I forgot once, I forgot one shot. I just need one shot. It'll take forever and a lot of money to bring everybody back in. Yo, LA, I already got shots of your face, pause. I just want to, I just, I just want to get this shot, and I want to digitally throw in your face because we didn't get this shot on the day. Boom, really easy. Or you didn't say the line the way I wanted to. And so instead of going through all this work, I'm just going to get your your voice and then we're going to have you say this line, which everybody's like, oh, cool. That makes everything easier. But the question is whether or not that actor is going to get paid for that usage. And how long do you have the ability to use that person's likeness? Like, is there like a cap, anything? So basically, mm -hmm. it's just we have a, a new technological advancement and therefore the the agreement should evolve with the tech. Now, with writers, it's a whole lot more scary. Because what I could essentially do is I can cut down a writer's room. I don't need 10 people. I can only do three because if I can run a general prompt through uh, through AI and they give me something basic, then I can tell these three writers based off this, keep going. Or I could say, give me something, writers, and then I could take what the writers gave me and then I can throw that into AI and tell that to do more. So both of these sides just want um, regulation and fair compensation <coughs> for their work, their likeness. <coughs> Their voice, whatever part of themselves, can be duplicated. So money and and uh, and tech are the primary um, <clears throat> things that work. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, to provide a little bit more context, I'm reading this article from the Los Angeles Times uh, by Anusha Sakoy. I hope I said that right for you. What to know about an actor strike? Five questions answered. The National Board of SAG-AFTRA on Thursday authorized the union's members to go on strike after 
efforts to negotiate a new contract with major studios collapsed. The decision led to thousands of SAG-AFTRA members joining the WGAA members on picket lines beginning Friday. The historic action marks the first time since 1960 that both unions have staged walkouts simultaneously. The last actor strike uh, against the studios was in 1980. The walkouts will halt productions worldwide and cause more economic pain and disruption for the film and TV industry, already shaken by the writer's strike that began in May 2nd. Uh, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers entered into negotiations with the Actors Union on June 7th, just three weeks before their contract was due to expire. Things got off to a contentious start when union leaders asked for and received by a huge margin a strike authorization from members even before bargaining began. And eve, on the eve of the contract deadline, the two sides agreed to extend talks for two more weeks until July 12th. At first, it appeared that the union was nearing a deal after the union leaders said that the negotiations were extremely productive and that they were optimistic about reaching a deal. But behind the scenes, the sides remained far apart on many key issues, arguing that many actors had been shortchanged by the streaming revolution. The union proposed that a third party company measure the success of shows that the residual payments be tied to how they perform. The AMPTP companies walked, I'm sorry, balked at that idea, arguing that many, <clears throat> excuse me, many streaming platforms are not yet profitable. The parties also clashed over the proposal to curb the use of self-taped auditions, boost contributions contributions to the union's health and pension plan, and increase basic pay to and uh, to offset inflation. The union at one point was seeking a 15% increase in wages, eventually lowered to 11% in the first year of the three-year contract, far above what Directors Guild of America members secured in their recent contract negotiations. Despite a federal mediator being bought, brought in on the last day of negotiations, no deal was reached. Simply put, there were too many points of disagreement and not enough time to tackle each issue. Insiders told the Times. Uh, lastly, while much of the attention focused on the streaming residuals, artificial intelligence emerged as a major issue in negotiations. The spread of the technology stirred up deep anxieties over the performers uh, about how their image and likeness could be used and abused. So the Actors Union, Actors Union wanted to establish clear regulations around AI, as did the WGA. Uh, it goes on a little bit more if you want to uh, go ahead and check that out. But essentially, that's what the context is behind what Antonio was talking about. Shout out to Fran Drescher. Yeah, president of the oh, yeah. side after yeah, she I went did, crazy. Did not know that. who was homie. I can't, I can't remember his name. Hellboy. Don't fucking matter. Ron Perlman. I'm sorry, no fuck with you. <laughs> Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman went crazy on niggas too. Man, <laughs> my man. So my man was wrong, 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 wrong. He is Clay from Sons of Anarchy forever. <laughs> all right. Yeah, my so man was one was step an... away from like a a a, a potentially um, illegal criminal charge. Criminal yeah. charge. Because <laughs> my <laughs> man basically fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he basically threatened without threatening. He basically like, said, "We'll fucking burn your house down. Yeah. Play with us if you." But want. he's safe because the person who said that ain't gonna come out and be like, "He threatened me." Because then we gonna know that's the nigga who that said, said it. it. So, right? Exactly. So there was an know executive. Who you are. There's more than yeah. one way to lose your house. Yeah. yeah there was an. There was an executive. <laughs> there was an executive that said and got released uh, out to the public. Basically, that they're gonna. They just plan to wait them out until they lose their homes and their apartments, and then they'll come back. So that well, got out. Because here's the here's the sad part of of it. When most of the people in SAG and in the WGA are not Aaron Sorkin or right. Issa Rae, like mm -hmm. they're people that you probably work with. Like that, you know. I know a handful of people who are in SAG, and they all have regular jobs because they don't get, you know, they're not right. getting all the Denzel parts like that. So right. for the the average person, you're we, you know we're used to seeing like the top five percent, 
but for the average person, they just want some um, security. You know, they want fairness. You said we're gonna keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments. Listen to me, motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. Some of this about a beat is crazy. Some of it is karma. And some of it is just figuring out who the fuck said that. Putting Love Sosa behind that is beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, hey, you can lose your house by karma, or we could throw a Molotov through there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Beats me. Some, someone going to tell Ron who that was. <laughs> somebody going to tell Ron who that was. He said we know who yeah. it was. He said he know. I, he said I know, and you know that I know. Ron, right, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said we know. We know who said that shit. Crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, but Ron, Ron, but the, but he, the, he, but he, he, but nigga said anybody can get touched. <laughs> Best believe it. Anybody can. Get so touched. the so this this is us. This is a selfish part. This is our selfish part of this. Is as the consumer, mm-hmm. unless something's already been recorded. This is just best case scenario. Best case, they 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 reach an agreement before the end of this year. Mm-hmm. That means it still has to be written because the writers are on strike, and it still has to be acted because the actors are on strike. Which means mm-hmm. we're probably not getting anything of until at or, or best quality. at best end of yeah, at best end of twenty twenty four, most likely twenty five. So mm-hmm. all of those Marvel properties that they had dates for in twenty four are probably now twenty five, maybe back. even twenty six. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be a lot but of don't reality. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're still getting the Marvels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's safe. <laughs> that was in the top. Safe. Oh, and are we still getting? I think Loki. I think we'll still get Loki. <clears throat> right? Loki season done. two. Loki yeah, Loki season done. two is already filmed. And if Jonathan Majors has anything to do about Majors, it, he'll be right baby. back. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be right back in it, baby. <laughs> they said I was a madman. <laughs> Let the writer's strike bring you back, back to, to me. me. <laughs> so yeah, oh, shout out man. to the writer, shout out to the actors. I hope they get what they get what they what they deserve. Yeah, um, there was a lot of stuff that came out because of yeah. this. Bob Iger has definitely been the sore spot for a lot of people because he was one of the talking uh, too much loud. He was one of the loudest voices in the room, basically yeah, saying that they're, their, they're being their inconsiderate or unreasonable. Unreasonable, yeah. yeah. He said, yeah, but when some when someone demands. asked and when some when someone asked him what was the most re- unrealistic part, he couldn't answer. Right, of course he couldn't. <laughs> they want they want more money from me. Who and has it's crazy a lot. because. <laughs> These stories come and out. And if I give it uh, to them, I will no longer have a lot. Well, we How hear about these people who get these. You know, so and so got a ten million dollar raise, and it's like then the people who work for him can't get. You know, they can't even get away a living wage. Nigga, there's, and it's just like, there's Disneyland employees right now living in the rides because <laughs> they can't afford to live anywhere else. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it, they're asking for too much because Bob Iger, who came back by the way, who left and came back, is saying ain't got a bonus <laughs> on his way back in. Is saying that they're being fucking unreasonable. It's it's insane. Thirty. But this does mean though for for you House of yeah. House of Dragon fans, wherever you are, yeah. um, it's the House any, of anybody Dragons. that that show can still be shot because most of the actors on that show are a part of UK. a different guild based in UK, which in their contract they they cannot in solidarity strike with other unions, mm-hmm. and so. 
we'll be getting a lot of foreign stuff or reality TV shows. Yeah. 100%. Which brings or me to that point. I shared it. Yes. Which brings mm-hmm. me to what I was going to say. I shared it with these guys. There was an actor who was talking about the possibility of uh, a show like this, uh, or not a show, um, these different, um, not like this. Well, I would love for them to pick up a show like this. Like, hey, oh we, need, yeah. we need hey, fresh yeah. But yeah, to we'll that, strike, strike on reunion. But people, are, people <laughs> are people are questioning whether or not something like that would be blood money, because mm-hmm. a studio might say, "Hey, we need some content, so let's reach out to some content creators who are not unionized, mm-hmm. throw them a little bag, and maybe give them something, you know, so that we can put something out." Mm-hmm. And so this this young woman, I wish I had it. Um, I'll find it and maybe we could post it on the on the pod um, mm-hmm. social so- medias, but um. Basically saying, you know, it's possible and, you know, them coming to somebody saying, hey, here's 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars for some content so that we can put out, you know, for a lot of people, that's life changing. But then the question is, like, would you, you probably could have got more from that if it was, you know, so are you being taken advantage of? But I don't know, man, like, I, I got kids. I can't say that I would <laughs> say no if they're like, yo, we need a director and you're not. You're not union. You offer me 50 grand right now to do some hippity hop talk on some <laughs> show. When I tell you I am cashing that check with the <laughs> expediency that you have never seen before. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I got to be upset because Hollywood's missing out on money that Hollywood never offered me just because right. they on strike. I love you, Fran, but you ain't ever offered me a role on the nanny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas got to eat. I look like turning down some money. We I hungry. Goron's got to eat. You know what I'm saying? The Goron's got to eat. <laughs> I don't understand Gorons. what you expect. Who the fuck are the Gorons? Yeah, like, you, you can't expect me to just turn down some, some bread because y'all ain't getting bread right now. I wasn't yeah. getting bread when y'all was getting bread. So, exactly. hello. Yeah. There's some. There's been some a lot of different stories. There was the writer who wrote the episode for uh, Daredevil being in She-Hulk. He is his residual was three hundred sixty three dollars. There was another writer that wrote on another popular series that wasn't mentioned. I don't believe, but his residual was like thirty five. But thirty five bucks. Uh, there was the story of uh, we shared recently with ourselves Jet Li. Uh, WB Warner Brothers wanted to have his likeness digitized. Uh, and his moves digitized in perpetuity, uh, which he de- declined, which he he was uh, apparently had a role in the Matrix uh, with uh, Revolution, I think, is the one that he was going to be in. Or they offered him the role for it, and he declined it. Who cares? Um, <laughs> which, dodge the bullet, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, no, he was definitely going to be a part of that, but he knew, he was like, I'm not about to let y'all just copy my shit, and then y'all just own that shit forever with me not getting paid for it. So they've they've been... They've been, I guess, uh, playing with the idea of a lot of this stuff for quite some time. And now it's at the forefront where it's more accessible and easier to grab. And now they want to they want to basically harness it, own it and shuck away the people that have been actually providing the content for all this time. It's nasty work, man. Well, notably, notably, Tom Cruise, that was a thing Tom Cruise had. That's why you think a movie like Mission Impossible would have had a video game by now. There's a reason why you don't have. Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible video game because he has on his contract likeness. where you can't you can't digitally use his likeness everything he has to sign off on so mm-hmm. I don't know if he saw this curveball so coming, what do you mean my character in the game that. can't be six foot four <laughs> we're not making the game <laughs> I mean we've seen we've seen versions of that like on a less trivial manner like that's the reason why if you ever played if you ever played like NBA Live I want to say back in like 
in between any time between really any time in the 90s going up until I want to say it was like 06 or something like that, where if it was Jordan, it wouldn't actually oh, yeah. say Jordan. It would yeah. just say player, player, ni- player. And it'd player. be number 99. 99. Yeah, but they'd be like great because I was Jordan. Jordan, you couldn't, you know, he he owned his 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 person, and so they couldn't use him in the video games. And yeah. I don't know if it was 2K or if it was NBA Live before NBA Live died. It was pretty it was much finally every, every basketball game. It was all Jordan. Yeah. It was, Jordan was, was, was player. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of the first one where he was finally on it, and you could 2K. actually. Oh, use 2K. Him. Yeah, 2K because they had so, the Jordan. It was all. It was all him. It was, it was a but whole again, I don't think any of them thought this. They might have just been thinking in the in the way of video games and ways like that, where it's like they can potentially use my person, and then mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Yeah. But I guess it's got to be a thing. Like I didn't even know just finding out that if you've ever had a toy Woody, and you pull oh. the string. <laughs> yeah, I, why would you have a? I guess you could have a toy Woody. No shame. You know, do it, do it, do it, do it. Belong, do it. Good for you. Yeah. But the but the toy Toy Story. Make me feel good. You know. Yeah. Sheriff Woody. That mm-hmm. voice is actually Tom Cruise's brother. And so I don't know what that. You know, obviously I'm I'm assuming Tom signed off on that. But how many times do we see shows or you know video games where it's like that's not that person's voice, but they're using essentially their likeness. Oh yeah, all the time. So happens all the time. I don't know if this happens all the time. Circus bears, Cam. What's the uh, <laughs> what's the story on the circus bear? We just had a circus event where the trained bear, uh, as soon as the little trick was over, just immediately attacked his handler and was gnawing the man up. And of course, you had the immediate. You had the immediate. That bear, that bear said, "This the this the last goddamn trick." He said, "I got a trick for you. We'll make this bitch ass nigga disappear. That's my next trick." Uh, yeah, no. So of course, you know, there was the uproar. We have to. This animal needs to be put down. I'm like what? No, it doesn't. You idiot humans need to be put. What's down. the name of the bear? Does the bear have a name? Get, hey. I didn't see the bear's name. If he does have one. Badass nigga. <laughs> hey, nigga. hey, badass nigga. Are you ready for this trick? <laughs> I'm gonna call him. <laughs> Cam, I'm gonna call you him Dimples. Hey, Dimples. <laughs> you remember? You remember? Remember at the end of Heavyweights where they were showing all that extra footage <laughs> the cameraman had of him, the boys being treated wrong. That's what he was like. If you look at this, Your Honor, you can see badass nigga was filmed filmed during a lot of his tricks. <laughs> Roll over. <laughs> <laughs> Faster! <laughs> Roll over. As you no can lunch. see, Your Honor, this is why he bit half his face off. <laughs> you can understand why Listen, this Stop happened. playing with these wild-ass animals. I don't care about how trained you think that animal is. That is a wild animal. If you make a bear hop on top of a unicycle in the most uncomfortable position for eight yeah, hours a day. this nigga pushing a wheelbarrow. While, <laughs> while screaming kids are throwing popcorn and fucking toys and shit at this fucking bear. All all day, seeing it in its cage, getting riled up, getting poked and prodded. I'd bite a nigga too, shit. <laughs> you I know that bear felt good. I know that bear felt that good. Was, and that was just the first trick. He had the bear pushing the wheelbarrow, and he was going to lead the bear around somewhere, and the bear said, nah, not today. <laughs> not <laughs> the fucking day. Uh, you can you can just imagine the day before, the night before. He's in he's in the he's in the uh, the rest of the animals. He was like, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. I promise you, 
<laughs> I promise you it's the last fucking whip that I'll ever be had put against my fur. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, I got one more. I got one more wheelbarrow push <laughs> it before was I'm over the edge. Orgasmic. Huh? That was him talk, talking to the animals bi- that night. I'm, it was great, I'm guys. Biting, I'm, it was great. I'm biting, I'm biting Ringmaster John in the face. <laughs> Shut up, badass nigga. No, you're not. I'm biting, I'm biting Ringmaster John tomorrow <laughs> in the face. Please, I'm going to do what alone. you were too afraid to do. <laughs> Who's with me? Yeah, man, I don't know, man. The popcorn's real good. <laughs> the popcorn's know, real good. They're showing us the sounds of freedom one. tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to that. Uh, they gave me two treats yesterday. I, that's progress. They told me that they went to, they said that they were going to go to Applebee's, spend $35, and get an extra ticket to uh, Indiana Jones. They told me. <laughs> that was the other I'm story. <laughs> that was the other story that you said I made up. <laughs> oh my god that was it that was the one well now we got it out <laughs> oh man good for him good for that bear you know what i mean when Siegfried and roy got their ass chomped out pause they uh from the tigers it was well deserved you know what i mean they treated them tigers horribly for years decades put that nigga ass in the dirt <laughs> oh tore off all that plastic <laughs> off their face good for them any animal that's been captured outside of it. Like, I, I think I've told this before. I don't like going to the zoo because it just feels like animal prison. <laughs> it really just feels like animal prison. You go there, half of them are not moving. They're lethargic majority of the time unless they've been prodded to do some shit. LA's like that clip of Shiggy. Remember when he saw the cat? I'm going to get you out of here. <laughs> you don't deserve to be here. <laughs> I'm serious. When you go to the zoo, it just feels wrong. Like, even the otters, who are supposed to be the most playful animals in the world, they're just in the water, kind of just laying there. Yeah, you see that five-year-old otter die. that's been going crazy on surfers, right? Mm-mm, no, I missed it. Yeah, there's like a five-year-old otter that's been, like, going crazy in real life on surfers at this certain beach. I forget where it is. Beating the ass? And yeah, no, this, this, this otter's not playing with y'all. <laughs> like, she's, she's not with the shit at all. He's she's out there catching a wave and a tail just hits you right in the face. Yeah. Come back. <laughs> he just <Yeah>. goes flying. <laughs> Flap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop leaving animals alone. <laughs> and I love when they get on the interviews, they're like, they've been in captivity since they were a child. If we were to let them go, they would die. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. You just want these little fucking critters to be up behind this glass so you can get money. That's really where it all boils down to. Y'all want money. <laughs> so y'all captured and tagged these fucking animals, bred them in captivity. To where they don't have a choice. That's why Free Willy is such a good movie. You know what I mean? You don't know what these animals are capable of. Get them out of there. Free them. Everybody. Head to SeaWorld now if you're not. Take your hands off the wheel. <laughs> Book you a ticket to, to SeaWorld and go let it free Willy. All right? And the bears if you can. Get them all out of there. Circus be down. What's next on here? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hey, real, hey, hold on. Real quick. I forgot what this sound effect is. I know what I named it, but. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Can I use this? Name it. All right. <laughs> name it. Uh, well, I haven't girl... named other guys. I should probably name it. I should probably be a little more specific. Yeah, he should probably. Do I don't that. know why I thought it was a jumping for the bush scene, but. There <laughs> goes my hand. <laughs> Thinking what I'm thinking, partner? <laughs> Aim for, Aim the, for bush. the bushes. <laughs> uh, Cam, what's going on with Neil deGrasse Tyson and why does he hate himself? Sorry, I finally got that TikTok that was talking about how the 08 writer strike is responsible for the election of Trump. And it's basically because The Apprentice started after that. 
and became ah uh, that's a reach saying, but i get it i understand they're saying the the budding the budding explosion of reality tv led to them to trump being able to be in the forefront of television and it made trump that darling that he became that people wanted to follow yeah um, they're wrong so but i get it you said what's going on with neil degrasse tyson yeah why does he hate himself uh well he was on vlad tv so that's first off that's why he hates himself Yep, that's but <laughs> he was on Vlad TV and he said he hates being called a black scientist because as soon as you put black in mm-hmm. front of scientists, you mm-hmm. and I quote have now ghettofied <laughs> him as a scientist. Mm-hmm. So if that is not hating yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is. I'm pretty sure he asked his white wife if he should say that, and she said yes. I don't think uh, it surprises me that it surprises people that Negril, uh, Negril, 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 Tyson, Negril Tyson <laughs> has has never considered himself black in the sense of solidarity. And there's been there's been moments in the culture where he's come out and proven this, right? Like when it remember, came remember to the, like, remember black the death. remember the Kobe thing. Yep, that that was one. The Black Death. When Kobe died and he was pretty much, he pretty much gave one one of those egghead answers like, people die all the time time. type things where, you know, shut up. I never heard about that. that People people ain't score 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. Don't talk to (laughs) me. That's right. I didn't know that, actually. Your smart ass didn't suit up (laughs) to the court and fucking drop some. You want to shoot with him in the gym? Exactly. I didn't know that actually. I didn't know he said that. I didn't even know why would they during, ask him about it. <laughs> during the like, I think the Black Lives Matter, he came out and gave some like weird statistic about like shootings and deaths and stuff like that. Well, statistically speaking, you could die from. It. And it's just like he's always come out with these little uh, weird blurs. Egghead for some ass. Reason. Shut up. Yeah, he's a he's a phenomenal physicist. I don't think anybody could take that away from him. But he's not for the culture. He's just really not. He's a he's a zero and ones guy. He's he's could care less about the fucking culture, unless it serves him in some sort of way. If it serves him in some sort of way, I'm sure he'll fucking use it or utilize it in some way. But he does not really care for the black <laughs> or the or the blacks. <laughs> it's never been his bag. So I don't think, I'm not surprised by his fucking comments at, at, at all. I am a bit surprised about Jonah Hill and his comments that he had in his private text messages with his now ex. Uh, so Jonah Hill's ex, Sarah Brady, uh, blast him on IG as a misogynistic narcissist. Professional surfer. Yep. The actor demanded her not to post pics in a bathing suit or go surfing with men, despite her being a surf instructor. Her job. <laughs> so in uh, one of the text messages that she let go, uh, this is from Jonah to her. Plain and simple, colon, if you need, colon, which already Jonah pretentious as fuck. You know what I mean? Why are you why are you why are you calling it out your shit <laughs> in a text message to your girl? If you send me a colon in a text message, I'm deleting the strand. Like, nigga, what is this? <laughs> then he put then he put dash posts. <laughs> like she's not she's not your uh, like uh intern. Like, why are you doing this? So he puts out this is this is the, the things he's laid out for her. You can't do surfing with men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men. To model, which is something that she she does, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit because she needs to be in fully clothed. <laughs> she needs to be fully Ugh. clothed when she's hitting the waves. <laughs> Dirty. Uh, <laughs> uh, to post 
sexual pictures, which he didn't really uh, clarify what he considered sexual. I imagine just her face <laughs> in a photo would be enough. I saw, I saw your face. You said wild. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something. Respectful. Wild recent past. <laughs> you 36. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't well doesn't her recent I checked past it out he's actually 39 him? so this is yeah. applied but doesn't mm-hmm. her wild recent past include him yes it does we'll get into that uh I am not the right partner for you period if these things bring you to a place of happiness I support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for a romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt are trust so, I mean, he was, a lot of people were like, I don't understand what the problem is. He was, he was telling her what her boundaries are. I don't know why. The problem is, is that those boundaries didn't exist when he was courting her. <laughs> when he was trying to get with her ass, he was telling her how sexy she was and all her little bathing suit pictures and couldn't wait to fucking meet, get so her and sexy, be with her. sexy, boo. Fuck. Yeah. Surf <laughs> on his dick. <laughs> Fuck. So and he, then they got he knew. together, and then it was you nasty slut. What were you yeah. doing? Stop being He's the around nigga who, men. Who meets a stripper at a strip club and then gets mad about her going to strip? Right. <laughs> He's that's He's exactly that what he is. He's that guy. Exactly I mean, damn, you always got to be up in there showing your ass. Really? <laughs> I'm not enough for you. Didn't I take you away for all this? No. Didn't I pain <laughs> you? <laughs> no, you did it. I took it. It was cancer, girl. But I, I said this before uh, to the guys of like Jonah is somebody who's, you know, had therapy so so well, in fact, that he did a show on Netflix for it called Struts. <laughs> uh, but he's somebody who's gone through therapy. who's clearly learned and adopted a lot of these. I don't want to say buzzwords, but like words that he found himself able to utilize for, I mean, all intents and purposes, manipulation, where he tried to make her feel bad for the things that she was already a part of and doing and it's a part of her work to flip it to make it seem like uh oh we're just not oh clearly you're the wrong person you're the wrong you're in the wrong for doing these things that you were already doing that attracted me to you in the first place and if that's if that's where you want to be you know cool you know you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this don't work this doesn't work out it doesn't work out and she you know uh you see a lot of like cult leaders and stuff do this type of stuff to uh indoctrinate a lot of the women i'm not saying that he's a cult leader i'm just saying that a lot of these things that happen uh, come from people who know the right things to say to the right people in order to keep them around. And he definitely 100% was doing that. And that's just nasty work. So, uh, yes, he was able to express his boundaries, but he did it in a kind of a shitty way. I, I don't think his, his work is going to slow up from any of this. He'll still be able to be Jonah Hill and find work and be in some other big budget project, I'm sure. Uh but yeah, no, I mean, good for her. They're not together anymore, so maybe they can move on and find find people that want to be with them and someone Jonah could control. <laughs> maybe he'll go with Annabelle, you know what I mean, a real puppet. <laughs> or Megan. <laughs> Somebody he can... Well, I don't know, maybe not Megan. <laughs> Megan's Megan, fighting back. Yeah, Megan's fighting back. <laughs> but yeah, he, he wants a doll. He wants a fucking 1950s uh, Stafford wife, apparently, who can't be around men and take pictures and quote-unquote look sexual. <laughs> don't be with unstable women unless you're having like a lunch or coffee or something. That's that's more acceptable. Just lunch or coffee. <laughs> Nothing outside of that. 
But yeah, no, it's it's uh it's a it's I guess it shouldn't be uncommon that you hear these types of stories. Because Jonah Hill doesn't seem like the guy that would... He always seems so chill in a lot of his stuff. And this is why you can't have the stuff like we have. We're talking about like Tom Holland and Daya having these parasocial relationships where you see someone outwardly in these projects and movies. He's always like the lovable goof or some shit like that or the, the affable type character. And in real life, that's just not him. <laughs> and you really got to learn how these people really are when you see, you see them get exposed like that. So note it. Good to know. Uh, somebody else who was taking notes of who they really are, Adam Twenty Two, is a cuck. <laughs> That's fine if no, he wants to be not. a cuck. Guys, guys, he's not a cuck. All right, he's a businessman. <laughs> Let him handle his business. Damn. <laughs> uh, not a huge story, but one that took the internet by storm. Uh, for obvious reasons, because Adam Twenty Two recently got married. Shout out to him! Congratulations, Adam Twenty Two. Even though you're a culture vulture, uh, to his long-standing girlfriend Lena the Plug, who he has made a reputation off of uh, hip hop and all of the violence around it, and utilizing the ignorance of it uh, to and his of own course advantage. He also films himself and his girl having sex pretty often. Right. They as and she has her own pod, having other girls as well. Right. So for I would imagine several years, um, him and his now wife uh, were hosting uh, pods where they would bring in adult entertainers. And then after the pod was over, would then have sex with each other and film it and put it up on their OnlyFans. So they announced the marriage, show the wedding. And then shortly after, Lena drops the video of her being with a uh, Mandingo porn star <laughs> who's bigger, stronger and arguably better looking than Adam 22 <laughs> in every way possible Jason Love. <laughs> so he let his woman get blacked basically on the same day that he announced his marriage <laughs> to Lena the Plug with her looking so so wonderfully joyous more so in the video of her talking about getting rammed and blacked than the wedding video some would say and, you know, the internet had a good time, as they often do. Um, he went on to have further interviews with the man who uh, who blacked her. <laughs> <laughs> no, the timing of this is crazy. So I was scrolling through looking for something about this on Instagram. Yeah. And ran into a page that had him being interviewed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're asking him, like, so we saw the video. They're talking to Jason Love. Yeah. And they were like, so whose idea was it for the video to end in a cream pie? And he was like, well, actually, you know, it just kind of happened. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, she, I guess her pussy hadn't been stretched out in a while. So <laughs> Yeah, I heard I heard that one last night. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. That's really funny. Poor Adam. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man. I mean, they had he's had interviews. And then he went so far as to, I guess, because... Uh, when he was originally asked about it, he said it was very weird, and she said she was very sore for several days, and you know it took a yeah. while to get back, <laughs> to snap back to the reality that here's her life. <laughs> bounce back, bounce, um, bounce back. <laughs> but he leaned he leaned deeper into it by getting he was asking some very racist top G streamer Aiden Ross to also have sex with his wife. So now he's just fucking hoeing her out <laughs> at this point. We're like, oh yeah, just have sex with my wife and we'll film it. It'll be great. And he was like, no, bro, no. <laughs> No, I respect you. No, I don't want to do that. 
And even she seemed embarrassed by the fucking offer because you can tell that was not part of the plan when the interview started. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an interesting relationship uh, to see unfold. And uh, more more power to them. I hope they many years, many years. Uh, let's move over to a different type of controversy with IHOP. Uh, Cam, this is another one of yours um, from the New York Magazine. When Dominic is his last name broccoli or broccoli pretty sure it's broccoli <laughs> set out to expand his IOP empire he didn't expect to find a gravesite or start a war uh, reports on the upstate battle between New York IHOP kingpin and American revolutionaries what brought you to this one this is interesting what brought me to this story yeah it's like Sopranos with fucking IHOP in it that's why <laughs> <laughs> the fucking turf war over fucking IHOPs, bro. This <laughs> so this is coming from Curb.com. The battle, excuse me, the battle of Fishkill when uh, Dominic Broccoli <laughs> set out to expand his IHOP empire. I got an idea, guys. Broccoli with every with every pancake. <laughs> oh, what type of sick fuck are you? <laughs> Don't do that. Sicko. Don't do that, Broccoli. Uh, uh, let's see. He didn't expect to start a war. Yeah, this is the byline uh, by Reeves Weidman. Uh, Dominic Broccoli, the IHOP kingpin of the Bronx. That's that's a way to put it. You can be a kingpin of IHOPs. Uh, lives in a good lives a good life. He drives a nice car, spends time with his six grandkids, and golfs often enough to have a tan for the most of the year. He owns a four bedroom home in Pelham Manor, a house upstate in the IHOP, the IHOPs throughout the borough where he grew up. Each of which runs smoothly enough to give Broccoli the time and resources to devote himself to, at the age of sixty six to animating force in his life. Destroying his enemies, the mission came as a surprise to Broccoli, who had little reason to expect that trying to expand his pancake empire into upstate New York and to build his grand set IHOP yet, I'm sorry, grandest IHOP yet, uh, would lead to such conflict. But sometimes, yeah, they, try, they that's basically what try to get a Rico going. They yeah. Try to get a Rico going he found a dead body. You guys want to see a dead body? He found one. Uh, I die out in the pancakes. Uh, on Memorial Day, Broccoli drove to his property in Fishkill, where a crowd was gathering to protest his planned development. These were the Friends of the Fishkill Supply Depot, a nonprofit organization dedicated to preserving the town's Revolutionary War history, and in Broccoli's view, into making his life hell. For more than a decade, the Friends have argued, based on some evidence, but not as much as they would like, that there are more Revolutionary War soldiers buried on the Broccoli's land than anywhere else in the United States. Broccoli argues that his time is rubbish and accuses his foe is rubbish and accuses his foes with some evidence, but not as much as he would like of going as far as to plant human remains on his lot in their effort to make it seem more grave stuffed than it actually is. Grave stuffed is crazy. Uh, is Dominic Broccoli here? Keith Riley, a co-president of the Friends, asked the protesters through a microphone. Mr. Broccoli, we dare you to be a profile and courage. Stupid. Uh, the crowd included a half dozen revolutionary. He was world. ready to shoot niggas. Okay, you don't have to yeah. read this whole goddamn article. You ain't got to read the whole article. Just know. <laughs> All right. This man was ready to pull out the blickies, and they were ready to start up Rico charges against this man. He has no relation to the broccolis of like uh, James Bond fame either. Mm. So I don't think of that family either. But yeah, man, it might be some poltergeist shit happening in these. Might be some poltergeist shit mixed with some Rico charges. This nigga seems like he's Tony Soprano, and they might want to leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always fun to see a couple of whites just fighting each other. You know what I mean? Over One's, white people shit. Yeah. Do y'all even like IHOP? You know what? 
I want to pull up the breakfast spots. Breakfast it does. Chains. It does what it needs to do. All right, That's let's pull up some breakfast chains. And what does it need to do? If you're so, just hungry and you need to eat something real it's quick. It's too expensive. You know. No, that's Denny's. That's, that's the crazy that's, part, too. You're describing too. Denny's. All right, so we're, we're going we're gonna to put some of these head-to-head. All right, so Denny's IHOP. What, what you got? I'm taking Denny's. Denny's. Because I'm going, I'm, I'm going IHOP. See, because you were rich. Because you know, the, the, qual- the quality is not that much different, and you're going to pay more. You're paying but, way but too Denny, much but, IHOP, De- but Denny's is so, is so gross. It's so what? <laughs> it depends. It's open late. It depends you know on where saying? you go. So it, depends on which, it depends on which <laughs> yeah, Denny's you go it's, to. It's a different type of late, bro. Like, you ain't never left the club and went, let's go to IHOP. You ain't never said that. You Especially if you go in there and get you a strawberry mango pucker. Fire. Okay, what Worst about... name ever, but let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> what about... All right, that's what about... The, that's the sexy red special. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Huddle House versus IHOP? What did you just say to me? What is... The excuse Huddle me? House. You never I heard of that is. I've never heard of that before in my life. Never heard it's, of that. Was that some? It's like house? it's like it's like Waffle House essentially. So that's I know, that's, I, know that's, I know it's blasphemous, blasphemous for people who are Waffle Texas House thing? fans, but that's the closest I've thing. No, it's a South thing. It's definitely a South. It's in the South. The better comparison to throw out there would be Perkins. That sounds like like a grocery store. That's not a grocery store. Norms. No, it's a bunch of old white people eat. Cracker Barrel is very popular. Norms. Norms? Cracker Barrel, I, I just feel icky every time I'm there. Yeah, Norms. They got their breakfast spot. They give you bigger portions and they're comparable prices to like Dis- Denny's. They're actually building a new Norms uh, in our area. Mm. About a mall. Norms, bigger, better breakfast. Yeah, there's a place here called Norma Norms is okay. in Texas that's, it's okay. that's similar to that. Uh, I'm trying to see. Because there's, there's a lot of chain restaurants on here, but I don't know how many are on the West Coast that you guys would have... I'll be honest with you. Get a hold of breakfast spots. Whoa, whoa, not too much. You're not really gonna. There's not really like supreme breakfast spots. That's like that where you get the mix of easy accessibility, quality, and affordability. Like the you don't really get that 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 crossover. Because if you're going to a fire spot, it's probably a spot that you can't get a uh, a reservation to. Or it's dumb amount of money for a pancake or, you know, there's no like for lunch and dinner. You could find a really, really good sandwich spot where you're not paying a whole bunch, but you're getting a fire sandwich there. They're like, what place is that for breakfast? Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like finding breakfast spots because I'm a big breakfast. I'm a breakfast guy. I love breakfast. Love breakfast food. Uh, so there's a lot of like um what do you call them? Like, uh, like they're like breakfast centered places where they don't really serve like lunch or dinner. They do like breakfast or brunch. And they're probably and not a chain. Some of them are not. Some of them are yeah. like, I'm reading from some of the, the 28 popular chain restaurants by mash, which handles a lot of, um, like food related things. So they have stuff on here, like Tim Hortons, uh, the original pancake house, which there's one not too far from me, which is very good. Uh, Baker square, which I haven't heard of before. Um, there's a Marie Calendars. I don't even know you could fucking go to that. Uh, there's a yeah. Coco Marie Bakery. Calendars? Yes. Wow. Tudor's Biscuit World. Never heard of that. What one. did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> Tudor's Tudor 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 T U D O R Tudor. Well, I mean, it's a spot out here, Cam. I don't know if you've been to called called Flavor Table. That's off Florence. That's in the city though, but nah, fire. But they're only open from like. And this is what they usually like LA. They're only open from about 
seven, needs to open at seven or eight or something like that. And they close at like two because they're not doing dinner. So they're really there for breakfast slash brunch. Mm-hmm. And after that, then they close. They close shop. It's one of those type of spots. Huh? So they have a yeah. they have a best things in California, uh, the nine best breakfast spots in California. The first probably one all being, cap. Yeah, you have to find out. The original Pantry Cafe, Los Angeles, California. Anybody? It's I've cool. It. It's cool. All right. Miss Olson's Coffee Hut, Oxnard. None of us are going to Oxnard. Sorry. <laughs> peace, peace, peace to Pack Anderson, but we're not going to be in Oxnard. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this this one's in San Francisco, so I know y'all haven't been. Uh, Anzu? Pretty sure none of you have been there, right? No. This one's, in La, this one's in La Jolla, Harry's Coffee Shop. That sounds beige as fuck. La, J- La Jolla. <laughs> nah, it's La Jolla. It's La Jolla. I know what I said. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you thirty six. <laughs> uh, this one's in Eagle Rock. I don't. There's nothing good in Eagle Rock, so I don't know why this is on Armand's. Y'all been to Armand's in Eagle Rock? No. The best no. thing they got over there is a fucking Jollibee, and that should no, just run I down. <laughs> uh, this one's in San Diego called the Mission. I feel like I've been to this before. I've been there. It's cool. Yeah, I feel like I've been to the Mission. Uh, this one's also San Diego Breakfast Republic. That sounds uppity as fuck. I wouldn't even go there. Uh, this one's in Los Angeles called Squirrel. S-Q-I-R-L. It's trendy. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, the Buena Vista, oh, San so Francisco. Far. So, yeah, no, these aren't. These feel very, like, uppity. They're, they're labeled as, yes. <laughs> uh, this one, so, this one. this one's from TripAdvisor. This is updated. Uh, Bob Evans. TripAdvisor. Crackle Barrel is actually on here. That's odd. I would not assume Crackle Barrel was a popular place to go to in L.A. or California in general. The Beanery Cafe. Chick-fil-A Beanery. is listed on here. And Burger King. This this TripAdvisor is the ghetto. It's what? a Cracker, <laughs> they it's a cracker Barrel King. up the street from me. Yeah, I've, I've been to, I've been there once. I was Let me rephrase that. I was taken there once. <laughs> like my ancestors. <laughs> before they That's crazy. There. What's it, Ross? They do California and Roscoe's ain't come up. Yeah, but they put Burger, but they put Burger King on there. <laughs> they put Burger King on there, which is crazy. unless unless maybe they don't consider that traditionally breakfast. Maybe what's the I don't know. It's, I know. Remember Steve Harvey was doing it. it was called the the Hoodie Awards. Yeah, y'all remember that? Um, nah, I just remember his court show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a Hoodie Awards. I feel like they would probably have more tapped into what the culture is actually looking for. The Negroes. Yes, of they probably would. Yeah. I don't really take what they're talking about for, for much stock in it here. Yeah, speaking of being tapped in, Threads and Spill now seems to be the dominant force. Threads more than Spill in terms of Twitter yeah, alternatives. Yeah, because Twitter was fucking up this morning, too. So it yeah. seems like it's happening quick. Yeah, so you guys you guys both have Threads account, right? Yeah. I have both, yes. Yeah, I I just still have I'm Spill. I'm a real nigga, yes. Yeah, I still only have spell. I don't, I don't feel like getting to, to threads. Fugazi, yes. <laughs> well, the, the, this is why threads. This is why I think threads took the leap, is because you're not you're technically not really starting fresh, which is always the right. problem with starting with a new app. Like mm-hmm. I've 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 been on for like a week or so, and I have barely done anything, and already I got like 200 followers. Because yeah. anybody who followed you on can Instagram you. can already see you, and when you when you, you can audit, you can start it by like you could literally say when you start like when you sign you up you can you can follow everybody you followed on on Instagram. Well, so just, I didn't do that though. I started clean. Yeah, I real started. nigga, real nigga. 
real nigga. I, 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 I might smile and say what's up, but I don't fuck with Facts. 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 So yeah, it's, I, would it would it it does threads feel like it could overtake the Twitter verse, or does it just there's feel two like things, another empty? There's copy? two things they need to do that I think. Well, three things maybe where I think they can leapfrog Twitter is higher black. There isn't a there isn't a um there isn't like a timeline for just who you follow. Mm-hmm. It's just like a general timeline. And then um, I think if they gave you the ability to link posts between sites easier, mm-hmm. I think that would be clutch. Because I could see someone like me or maybe even somebody like, I don't know if Cam ever cares to do like a breakdown of his music. But like, let's say I was to grab lyrics, so no, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you niggas follow. Bro. You niggas either catch up or get yeah, lost. he was like catch it the first time or not. Fuck but it's like let's you, say dude. let's say I, I grab like, like let's say I grab like a black skin from from Instagram, and I was mm-hmm. there, there was an easy way to just send it over, and then be like, hey, here's how I did this, and then actually start a conversation under that. Yeah. And lastly, what would really think what I would get what I think would allow them to jump really easily is to do what Twitter never did, which is to throw an edit button on there. Ah, and I no think if they just required because I don't think I don't think any of these edit, things. Yeah, like, I don't think any of these things are things that they're incapable of doing. Yeah. So it's just a matter of do they feel like it or not? Yeah. And see, so I don't know. Else. Okay. We'll see. We'll see over the next couple of weeks what they decide yeah. to add in, because they have the ability, I think, to pretty much leapfrog. Yeah. But if not, I, I will. I will say I. I don't get into spill very often, but when I do hop back in, it is still very positive. Like the vibe there is still very. Positive. I have not opened spill <laughs> since that day. Yeah, since the day we was all on, I might have opened yeah. it up once. I have not opened yeah. spill because I don't know what to do when I get on there. Like I don't know. It don't feels know to do like. Hands. Yeah. Well, I've, I've only really opened what's it called? Uh, threads. Uh, threads because people follow me. Because you know, why else would I open it? Right? You feel me? <laughs> you feel me, my nigga? Like why else am I there? But that's the other thing about the threads is like I'm I'm rarely on Instagram as it is like I don't do a whole lot of posts anyway so being on threads didn't seem very productive for me anyway spill was just like a moment for a lot of black people to have an exodus in in mass which was fun I don't know the value of spill as of yet and I'm sure as they continue to update I'm sure more people may migrate over there if Twitter continues to keep burning uh, burning their house down the call is coming from in the house. Uh, the list is in the open. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. Um, it would be fun. I know it gets joked about a lot to see like Elon Musk and uh, what's the robot's name? Uh, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. The robot. Uh, <laughs> fight I got out. my money on Zuck if they fight. That nigga, he was training with. with, with yeah, Indian I saw that. I was like, oh, is this AI or is this real? Because that nigga nah, is that nigga really out here. That nigga's <laughs> in shape. Yeah, because Elon, Elon Musk okay. is not. <laughs> He's not in shape. He's definitely not in shape. Yeah. He will get his ass. Sorry, worked. Musky. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay. <laughs> I'll pay to stop it. Uh, so we're running a little longer than two. So uh, out of these last three, let's just pick one. So we have Little Uzi gets number one spot. Little Baby. Well, just shout out to Uzi. The first hip hop album to get on and be number one this year was Little Uzi's Pink Tape. Okay. Um, shout out to him for that. 
somebody pray for the, the ticket sales of, of Lil Baby. Lil Baby. He's floundering right now. <laughs> I was going to ask y'all who's your favorite hip-hop storyteller because Tony Yayo said he would take Big E over uh, Cube, and there was this huge debate about that, but, you know, that's Ooh. cool, too. Um, I think, if we're being honest, I mean, Cube has the greatest storytelling rap song of all time to me. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Today was a good day. Facts. Yeah. Uh, but you could argue that Nas is the best storyteller of all time in rap. I mean, his his catalog of stories told is ridiculous when you really look at the. He has like twenty storytelling songs that are like yeah. really good. So it's it's really tough to be like. I mean, oh, I get I get you know? I can see a. I mean, a case can be made for Biggie. Biggie was uh, a pretty good storyteller. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tupac, yeah. Tupac too. But I mean, Tupac, Ice, but I mean, Tupac Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice, Ice Cube brought in reality raps when it wasn't a thing. Ice Cube, dog. You gotta think the first real gangster rap song that everybody was talking about, "Boys in the Hood." That's a storytelling song. It's a storytelling song. Everything he wrote, because you gotta think most most of that stuff was written by him. So all of that NWA stuff, all of that, all that. Rock him, rock him, rock him is probably up in there too. He's not storytelling, no, but not really storytelling. Like just realism. A lot of West Coast stuff was about what my day has been like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ice T, Ice T, five in the morning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's he's up there as well. Five in yeah. the morning, cops at my door. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's know. good. Because I mean, yeah, if you even think talk, of, you even think talk of, about itself, because he was watching Law and Order. <laughs> you think of, you think of like Kendrick, like Good Kid, Mad City, which is a pretty yeah. much a story, a story. It's, it's, out, it's a it's story one out. long story. Yeah, it's yeah, one so long story. That's yeah, like that's like a staple about, of you know West Coast. Saying, you, just, yeah. you think yeah. about Cam Watchers, Cocomani. You know what I'm saying? It's just one long. <laughs> uh, what more do you have for me, fat man? <laughs> Look at Spirit Gunner. Just one long story, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can keep up. That's not his fault. You know That's what I'm saying? True. He was just trying to he was trying to teach y'all something. Yeah, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Saiyan. Super Saiyan too. I just want to be great. Snake uh, Way. Yeah, like, great tracks. Yeah. Those are those are the tracks that I was like, fuck, he can rap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told this story before in the pod. That nigga was like, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I rap. It was like, yeah, you and everybody else, nigga. <laughs> I rap too, bitch. Pippity hoppity, pippity hoppity, nigga. Okay, so what? I heard, I heard Snake Way. I was like, oh damn, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> this nigga can't rap shit. <laughs> uh, let, let me let me listen to the rest of this. <laughs> Figure out what's going on here. Uh, and then lastly was Kiki Palmer. Is a mother. Yeah, we never talked about Kiki Palmer's baby daddy getting dropped. <laughs> she, did she break up with him officially? I, I, I remember right. the time. I know they yeah, unfollowed the each other. They unfollowed yeah. each other and deleted stuff because what a what a loser. Do they do they know <laughs> how to handle it? Loser. Dude couldn't so, handle his wife being pop, more popular than him. Don't nobody care about just, him. And what that shit is crazy. Then they dug up his old tweets of him being a fucking <laughs> just a, a terrible bad person. person. Just yeah. a smut bucket. That nigga went yeah. to school in the IE too. God damn it. <laughs> That's so so I oh, so I'm, I'm not gonna do the I know train. Yeah, I am a little bit. I've actually hooped with his. I've hooped with his brother before. Who was? Oh, I, I don't know how to pronounce. I, I never <laughs> knew how to pronounce his on the name. Court? <laughs> Whoever he played, what drove? So wrong you blacks. <laughs> he was drove on insecure. He was who on insecure? Dro, I think that was the character. Oh, the tall dude. That was his brother. Yeah, that's his brother. Wow, and so have I, I have a I have a friend who went to school with him, so I've mm-hmm. hooped with him a couple of times. He's a cool dude, and somebody even asked him like about his brother. He like, hey, we not two, we two different people. Like, you know, what <laughs> you got going on? You know, that's my brother. Hey, that's I, me. I don't you know, know that nigga. You know, that's my brother, but we not the same person. We so not that cool he, like that. Well, 
what he got going on is what he got going on. Like when he would come home, I would leave and vice versa. We weren't even around all that much. <laughs> I wasn't even in the house, to be honest. <laughs> I stayed at my grandma's house periodically throughout. <laughs> You know I wouldn't really stick stick around very much. I wasn't really into cribbo like that. <laughs> but yeah, what a loser. Hey, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what a Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should have grabbed her one time on the hip and they was just like, you know what? I mean, I, I, understand, Women! <laughs> his, I understand his anger because she was out here looking all types of delicious, but yeah, he, you know that's his fault. You, that's your woman. She, she's that's already said she's with you, so you can't. Was he there that day? Doing? Nah, he was he there. there. That's his fault. That's why he was too. mad. That's why he was that's tweeting. About again. Yeah, he was at home also. watching the kid. You were You should have known better. Well, now she got, now she got merch about the shit because you stupid. <laughs> Now and she gonna get she gonna she gonna be in another role and have Usher a cast in it <laughs> as a love interest. Let it burn. Then you could tweet about that. He could have held on to it. You know what I mean? They could have went home. He could have went home and said, "Hey, look, I felt kind of bad about that. That what you did, having your ass out there like that, rub it up on." Well, uh, I just told her, "Hey, yo, put that outfit on here at the cribbo, and then we good." Because <laughs> now I'm actually gonna get to do what he couldn't do. Usher ain't right. gonna be able to do what you was doing. You got her that's pregnant. The, that's the <laughs> yeah. primary thing. Is like. You could have had that. You went on Twitter. Home. You went on Twitter like a weirdo and start doing that. And it's like, yeah. fam, you mm-hmm. y'all don't talk when y'all get home. Exactly. You have to do that in front of them. He, One of those he was guys, trying to, which lets me know thought, they were probably already beefing about something beforehand. Yeah, I mean, he he was trying to be big, right? He thought he was being big. Yeah, that he had backfired. A of, he had, like he had a bunch crazy. of intel intel people that was on his side, but the yeah, tell her. The, <laughs> the community that shit Put some fucking clothes like, on. What a bag. What a bag fumble. Yeah, so dumb. He could be at the red carpet events Fumble tomorrow. <laughs> mm. Enjoy, enjoy being nothing. Back to the, the projects, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy being nothing. Uh, you your brother. No, your, <laughs> your brother not picking up. That was wild to hear about. Uh, uh, damn, I can't remember his name. That he helped co-write for the Boondocks, who said that actually mm-hmm. happened to him. That happened <laughs> that, him with his girl. Yeah, yeah. That's some wild the, shit. Mm, Usher don't care, man. With Usher, yeah. Even even the fake hey, fight, you know, ain't nobody, ain't nobody punching, ain't nobody punching on Usher, ain't nobody, it's ain't nobody checking. You to say this, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but you, you gotta let it go, big dog. Uh, Antonio, let's uh, let's head over. It's head over entertainment time. time. Beautiful. All right, guys, what are we gonna tackle first? I say let's talk about American Gladiator and the documentary of, because it is. In fucking sane. <laughs> we all watched it to its completion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it basically catalogs the uh, life and the overall uh, induction of the American Gladiators TV show uh, that aired between, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 89 to 93 or 96. Like, yeah, like 89, 96, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, most of the cast yeah. and crew, <laughs> most of the cast and crew. Yeah. How they got how they got put on the show, their trials and tribulations <laughs> while being on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do we? Uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of the? I think that the, Gemini should have sued immediately for wearing a loincloth. <laughs> that was some racist shit. They had that nigga. They had Get that out there, monkey! Acting bipolar. <laughs> you don't speak full sentences. You gonna smile. <laughs> you gonna smile, and then all of a sudden you go go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Wooga booga oh. there. That's great that you want human rights and whatnot. Go let you go out there there and roll that ball for me <laughs> up that hill. <laughs> what, did you, what did you just say? Two worlds, one family. <laughs> oh man, shout out Jim and I uh, being there for one of the longest was was really he was nice the longest tenured right? He was basically the longest tenured one right? No, it was uh, what was the name Jim? Jim Star? Was that him? Who? It was no, that it was Jim uh, and I. Jim and I was the longest tenured one. He was the first one. Oh, you're right. You're right because it was him that stayed after they all striked. Uh, essentially mm-hmm. what happened. But yeah, yeah no. Nitro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nitro so... was just there. He stayed longer, but he wasn't there the longest. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's a sad story, man, which a lot of these always, almost always end up being, where you see, you see kind of like the starting of something, and this goes back to like the writer strike and the actor strike of like, you have these people who are behind like the creation of, right? And then you have the people who are, are doing it. And then you have the executives who are basically making decisions against those who are making them the money. And they'll just be, and when you go against them, they'll just be like, oh, we'll just get more people. <laughs> it's when they assume that, yeah, they assume that the property itself is more important than the actual people who made the property popular. Exactly. They like thought that you, they could live off the name American Gladiators, even though people liked the Gladiators. When they got their success is when they really started to focus on these are the Gladiators and people like them. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of the physical toll, because I remember watching American Gladiators and thinking, oh, I could beat them. <laughs> but they, they had... Well, that was, the, that was the appeal of the show, is that, right. yeah, I can I can take it. And then say, so, hey, we're yeah. coming to your city. Can I don't know come? what y'all was yeah. watching. Because I've never in my life said I could do it. I no, like, I didn't. No, that was L.A. I didn't think I could. Yeah, only L.A. <laughs> likes your ass because they're yeah. going to dominate some American gladiators. Yeah, because you can get in there, uh, especially that part where there was like the uh, where they were shooting, shooting the tennis balls, and you had the high behind the things. I was like, oh, that wasn't that crazy. But nigga, I cooked that. Joust? <laughs> you trying to joust with a fucking pro football player? Nigga, yeah, because I, I could already imagine myself winning. Um, Hidden Temple, you know what I mean. So I was like, "This is just that one was step. different because <laughs> this is one step up." Tackle you, nigga. <laughs> this is one step above. He said, "This is no no guts." <laughs> <laughs> this nigga trying to go on pros versus Joes. Yeah, you, you thought you could hit the do the you aggro crack? Super fucked up, nigga. <laughs> but they were getting beat up really badly, and then they, of course, touched on the anabolic steroids that everybody was taking. I was. It was really. It was nice to see their candor about it, about how how much they talked. Oh, you knew Nitro. About. Nitro let you know he was on coke in the first scene. In scene, <laughs> yeah. He said, "Sorry for the sniffs." Is it coke? <laughs> 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 like, nigga, we ain't even, we ain't even talked about when we started filming yet. Started on coke. Like, goddamn, Nitro. Yeah, Nit- Nitro's the 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 nasty nigga horn dog. He was fucking. He was the everything. The, the druggy, and- the horn dog. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the uh, the producer who had the the <laughs> the large no, the, the porn director. collection? It was the, the director. director. Sorry, he was the, yeah, yeah. I forget the dude's name. That nigga was a freak. That, <laughs> he said, "I love how he was just sitting there eating some chips, talking about yeah, I could have bagged them bitches if I wanted to." <laughs> <laughs> it was so freak close. man, freak man. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, this is yeah, like, like when they me talk. Me and her, me and me and her went on a couple dates. You feel me? But you know, she couldn't handle my exotic nature. You know what I'm saying? Angel was like, "Is that what he told you?" Because <laughs> that what motherfucker that is lying. Say? <laughs> motherfucker is lying. That nigga's a freak. Oh man, we, me and Cam had talked about this about Nitro. About he's one of them niggas that embellishes a story that you were there for. <laughs> you were like, so yeah. Then I clocked that nigga and I got over him. I was like, no, you didn't, nigga. <laughs> you did yeah, do that. You, that's when you get the he swung his legs. To the side. 
it's just bullshit. But that man. is wild when you think about it. And I'm actually surprised that the stories weren't even as crazy, or maybe they just held back. Because I'm just thinking, you put a bunch of well-trained, toned, fit athletes mm-hmm. in a confined just, space, just uh, just around each other for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Somebody hitting something. They fucking. <laughs> oh, you knew that was you. You 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 knew. Everybody knew. Yeah. I don't think anybody was in the. But I don't think they really thing. got into that. There might have been like a, hey, let's not go into the depths of and everything. The, uh, the I mean, lesbian? obviously they talked about it, but they never got into details. Was about that how ice? Crazy was ice the was. lesbian? They they tended to stick more to their job as the gladiators, you know. Yeah, Shikari seemed to have made the uh, the best of the life out of all of them, um, in terms of like uh, normal normalcy. I don't like uh, is that the one? Guy, which one Shikari's, is which one is the personal trainer? Uh, that That's, is, oh man, what was her name? Cause it was a lady. Uh, damn, I forgot her name. Can't remember. Did we lose Cam? Maybe. I feel like we lost him. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was hoping to avoid. Hoping Cinematic to avoid. only one gone. <laughs> gone? Yes. yes. <laughs> I actually don't remember watching that much, but I did have the video game on Super Nintendo. Wow. And I remember okay. playing that because that was one of those games. It's funny. I think about that even now, like having kids, like some of those, some of the games they can't play. And mm-hmm. I think about that was one of those games that I didn't know how to play. So I couldn't beat. So I didn't play that long. Like I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to. Because I think when you did the jousting part, I was always getting my ass kicked. <laughs> Have fun editing that, nigga. <laughs> yeah, so wasn't Ice the lesbian? <laughs> I was trying to ask that. I was like, why is nobody answering me? <laughs> we should one time just say, just ignore. <laughs> Y'all can hear me? And just keep <laughs> I was like, yeah, Ice was a lesbian, right? Hello? <laughs> Guys, Ice was the lesbian. Kim would revert it back to the young kid. Pay attention to me. <laughs> Please. Y'all doing what we said to do the Antonio's kids. What, what, what was the name of the dude, of the, of the white the white dude with the hair that ended up getting the bad concussion? Oh, he got Malibu. Knocked off. Malibu. Man, that nigga his, got fucked up. My oh, man was on for two weeks and it was over. Dog, when they showed that the, the now, the present Malibu, he, I said, yeah, he looks. Fell yeah, off, yeah, but that Hollywood was crazy. I didn't because first I was thinking well, he it didn't even look that bad, but they showed it in slow motion and it's oh, no, like yeah, his own guy. knee. He yeah, need himself. Jeez, <laughs> Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the, phase, the physical, bro. the physical things that they had to endure night after night, especially when they got to the tour. No, some of that stuff was, was mad. Every city, like, why are we yeah. doing this? This is not safe. Why? Are we yeah. doing he was uh, like, y'all can't be on steroids, but also get ready to get punched in the face three times a night. Also be ready for these <laughs> random niggas from, from Mississippi to be beating your ass. And oh way, yeah, it's a bus it's a bus ride to the next city. So, you know, you better yeah. you better get ready. Like, come on. Yeah. That's crazy. They were like, and your next your next opponent, his name is Carl. He's a teacher and a former Marine. <laughs> like, what? Yo, stop! Okay, I can't. Wait, did you? That was the craziest part. Was that one the, the contestant that ended up Going basically running, running from, from Mexico? To, <laughs> he said it so and casually, he did, and he did time. I was like, what? He was making way more money. So, <laughs> <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 huh? 
trafficking it's, people across the border. Yeah. I was like, the way what? He, he presented it like he took like a tech job. He was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I was in Mexico. Found out that you could just drag people across the county. So, the the county so I watched Sicario. And, uh, you won't believe Turn, what I learned. Did you know (laughs) that if you bring a live body from one place to another, (laughs) there might be some money? Lucrative, even. (laughs) Who the fuck it? (laughs) But, you know, they arrested me for some reason, whatever. But when I got in there, niggas knew who I was. Niggas knew. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas knew. They knew I was American and a gladiator. (laughs) They knew I was him. That was a crazy. I was like, "What?" I literally paused it and rewound it. I was like, "What?" Did I just hear that? Like, what? No, he was was talking about it so proudly. Yeah, I did time. Time in Mexico. That that nigga was a psycho. I see why he was respected in prison. That nigga. nigga Yeah, I went to county. (laughs) (laughs) He became El Jefe immediately. Like that shit was. He was not. It was funny hearing him talk about how he played the all shucks role on the show and (laughs) a whole asshole the whole time he was on there. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I'm you glad to see a... that like a lot of them are in good health. I wish they would have interviewed Titans Big Black Ass so he could talk about when he attacked that fan <laughs> or the ref. He attacked yeah. that referee. I wanted to hear that story. <laughs> yeah. All I it was, was yeah. Titan denies using steroids. Like nigga, come on. Like nigga, you, you were in there. Steroids. <laughs> Who are you protecting yourself me. from now? Y'all not y'all do you not doing sports? <laughs> you could say it now. Yeah, for okay. real, bro. Just just be real with yourself. You was using steroids. You think you think you think them Wheaties residuals is gonna dry up? Uh, <laughs> you say you nigga, some, that you the Wheaties residuals you never got. <laughs> oh man, yeah, like but this is just getting ran through the coals. Yeah. So uh, if you were someone who around during that time or just a fan of good documentaries, definitely check out the American Gladiator doc. Uh, the unofficial story is what it's titled. Get yourself. Uh, Netflix, I don't know why it's says. called the unofficial story when like everybody and their mama was on there. <laughs> I expected it, like it to be way less like footage of like the real show and and there was plenty of that <laughs> like, I, was, I can i can only imagine that it wasn't signed off like it wasn't signed off by whoever the parent my thing is how do you get that. the footage then if it's not signed off it's probably public domain you probably just uh, pull it up and then like the uh, camera footage and stuff like that they probably got that was from, from, them, from people yeah, yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure fucking the who's the tartikoffs who's the fucking family that had the gold one <laughs> yeah the gold one i'm pretty sure they weren't thrilled about the portrayal of how no. they were like you monkeys are gonna work for what i told you to <laughs> again it's just another story of these companies who fucking take advantage of these people fucking monkeys that that I, I told camus when the scene comes up where he was like my dad didn't negotiate and neither do i I was like, that nigga owned slaves. <laughs> that nigga owned a plantation, because he was like, uh, well, yeah, he was like, your dad oh, was a hoe. Grandpappy, yeah, <laughs> trace it back to his grandpappy. I wonder what side of the war he was on. You already the know. One. <laughs> the one. You already know. The one uh, against the Negroes. Yeah, definitely wasn't happy about relinquishing his property. No, aka slaves. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Uh, me and Cam did did the good honest thing and went to see Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Antonio has not, so he's outside of this. So we're gonna do a non-spoiler, little service review of Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. My review is Tom Cruise can believe whatever he wants because he is the last action hero. So if you believe aliens come down and throw bodies into a volcano, great, <laughs> fantastic, because it's causing that nigga to be able to jump off a cliff to this day in cinematic fashion. So good for you, Tom. You keep believing those aliens and thesis statements and stuff like that. You keep doing your thing. It was a great movie. Enjoyable. Plot, 
all over the fucking place. <laughs> all over the place, the fucking place, just like Haley Atwell. But when it got it, to the ending portion, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so you're not a bad person? <laughs> but you are a bad person? <laughs> yeah, there's, not quite there's a sure. lot of okay <laughs> you're just like oh all right cool explosions <laughs> yeah but no there's there's a lot of tom running which is great it's, he's you know it's very cinematic in his running hallie atwell does you know, a great job hotel with a continental breakfast yeah tom cruise continues to bring the baddies in you know what i mean you know the uh, fucking vibes peggy carter in this bitch looking sexual mm. i can't wait i can't wait till we get to the spoiler review so i can talk about how um Captain oh, America no, I can't never, wait either because I'm hyped. Captain America would never have let some of this happen. <laughs> he would have been saving the shit out of her in a lot of these moments. <laughs> but they, they did a lot of things. They did some stuff that was different that I applaud them for, especially when it comes to a specific car chase sequence. I was like, huh, they're doing this very differently than most Hollywood. I'm mad because they kind of spoiled part of that. They had like a little pre-movie uh, IMAX. Okay. I didn't see like that. a pre-movie discussion about that scene, and they kind of spoiled a little bit of it. But I was like, oh, mm. But, you know, they were trying to hype up the stunts and the, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. All that shit, so. There's a lot of uh, luck and convenience in the movie that you just have to, like, kind of turn your eye away from. <laughs> you just got to not Nigga, think about it too much. Of it. That's why I say, like, <laughs> please stop getting mad at Fast and the Furious and then watching these movies <laughs> and going, yeah, because what in the fuck? Some of the shit in this movie that these niggas survive is out of control, bro. There are, and this is not a spoiler, there are moments in this movie where I'm not sure if it's genius or lazy. <laughs> because there's moments where it's, there's... It's there, gazy. <laughs> there's dire situations happening on screen, and then it just cuts to, they're fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? what? Cool. Cool. <laughs> that's such a wild cut for you to make. Bold. <laughs> Bold that you would do that in a movie of this size. But okay, you got to get to the next scene. I understand. <laughs> I'm with you, McQuarrie. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <Make cute. laughs> uh, but yeah, no, enjoyable film. I'm definitely going to be there for part two. Um, well, it, you ain't so got official. no choice. Even though I'm like, okay, so what's the suspense of this now? It's kind of how yeah. I felt like. Um, the AI is the villain. That's not a spoiler. That's been pretty much uh, put through uh, all promotional material. But to yeah, I, yeah I, I think... Um, uh, now in this day and time for them to have written a story like this when they written when they wrote it is definitely something that you understand that Hollywood has been discussing these things for a while <laughs> uh, for them to implement it in this this is not for something that, yeah this is not something that they just decided to, to come upon it's clearly something that's been discussed and it rings true it rings very true but a lot of the stunts and choreography is, is very good the tech stuff is very good good to see the team brought back so I had fun Cam, what about you? Oh, no, the movie's amazing. Um, had a blast. I really did. I really enjoyed the film. It's just fun. Just delightful. Very Damn. fun movie. Like you said, the plot is, you know, just, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dead reckoning. <laughs> it's, it's a movie. Uh, it's it's reckoning all over the place. I, my biggest fault with these movies is they still got fucking Ving Rhames running around with a naked face. This nigga looks funny without facial hair. Let this nigga put a beard on. Um, <laughs> but other than that, how could you not enjoy it? You know there's I mean? one fun. thing. There's one nitpick about the movie that this is not a spoiler. And I don't know if you picked up on this cam. Mm-hmm. Why? And uh, and maybe maybe I'm just not remembering a lot of the other movies because I don't remember this being a thing. Why is all the dialogue in Whisper? As a child? <laughs> um, well, sir. Ethan, 
<laughs> you can't keep doing it. Why are you whispering? <laughs> Why is because so much whispering? You don't know happening? who's listening, bro. Artificial intelligence is everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my. You get that, the better off you be. <laughs> Yeah, that was my major nitpick. Is like, oh, seventy five percent of the dialogue in this movie is whisper. <laughs> it's so insane. Everybody's talking in like a hushed voice. It's so crazy. Even when they're in like secluded areas where no one can hear them but them. <laughs> I was like, why are y'all doing this? The but yeah, other than, other than that, other than that, not 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 a bad film for a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday evening. Go out to the movies. Support, Any day, nigga. Support Go the support theater. Tommy Cruise. <laughs> Uh, now moving over to the small screen, uh, me and Cam again have saw the bear season one and season two, cause we enjoy quality things. Antonio has not yes, seen it yet. Um, he hasn't seen a lick of the bear. <laughs> the bear is one of the best shows on television, period. It's got phenomenal cinematography. Phenomena. It's got phenomenal, uh, dialogue. Phenomena. It's got amazing actors and actresses just putting on Emmy award winning displays of acting. It's incredible. And yeah, wonderful progression from season one to season so two. Racist. <laughs> it's insane. There's also women lead characters, so that could be a deterrent for him. Oh shit. You're right. Damn. I forgot. I forgot how Antonio give it up. Yeah. They're My front bad. and center. Nine nine out of ten. My bad. Uh, I forgot that you're you, bro. My bad. <laughs> I should have But yeah. It. I definitely I definitely say corner and behind and chef. A lot more now than yes, I ever. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> I say that way more now than than I ever have. Um, but yeah, man, no, it's it's a it's a wonderful show. I've seen a lot of people, not a lot of people. I've seen a couple of people complain about like why is the show good? I don't understand. Well, you don't know fucking quality. All right, that's why you don't get it. <laughs> no fucking cinema, bitch. You don't know. Yeah, no, about it's it, it's man. an amazing show. If you don't know what the bear is about, I'll fucking tell you. The bear <laughs> is about a, a former top tier you know chef mm-hmm. young kind of like a prodigy if you will coming back to his hometown in chicago chicago to take, over, to take over a restaurant that was ran by his older brother who has committed suicide mm-hmm. uh and boy oh boy yeah is that just the tip of the iceberg as far as there's not a lot of steak you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna act like there's like a bunch of stuff at stake for these people to do you're just kind of going through their day-to-day lives because they yeah. kind of set you up to think like, oh, this is going to be the stakes. And then you realize that's not the stakes. <laughs> like pretty quickly, you realize those weren't the stakes that you thought they were going to be. Mm-mm. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not high. It's not like high drama. It's more, yeah, it's not it's more, like, oh, if he doesn't do this with the restaurant, his family will be murdered. It's none of that type right. of shit. No. It's just basically like the struggles of a human being <laughs> trying to live up to something that he's kind of forcing himself to live up to that he doesn't necessarily have to. Yeah, it's about it's about grief, it's about trauma, it's about uh people who stick to a vision not so much even to the detriment of themselves, right? Well there's which Antonio, you, get you know, it. as somebody like yourself who uh definitely wants to be in the space of like act, uh, the director's chair, right? You just think you want to be a good father? Yeah, that too, weirdly enough. But it it will have you something. It's, stop. It's, like, just for people, go, dog. <laughs> for people who have like a goal or a vision that they really truly care about, and having to come through all that struggle on the other side is really what the show uh, is about: uh, failure and loss, and still sticking it out uh, by all by any means necessary. Um, big, big, big shout out to I uh, hope I say her name correctly is Ayo Adibri. She's the the girl in the show who plays Sydney. She is 
great. I've seen her pop up in a lot more things. She's gonna. She's been in Abbott Elementary in a small role. Uh, she's going to be the voice of April O'Neil in the new Turtles movie that's coming out August second. She's been uh, cast in a lot of other things, and I hope her star not my April. <laughs> oh, her star continues to rise because she's she's very very good uh, in that role, especially Jeremy Allen White, who plays Carm, uh, Carmy, Carmy. His name's Carmine, uh, but everybody calls him Carmy. Yeah. Uh, he is acting his ass off in this fucking show, man. And they have really good um, cameos. Yeah, they have great cameos. Uh, it's written by Christopher Stouffer or Store. I think I'm saying that right. Here's a Store who like writes Stowers? and directs <laughs> writes and directs the show um, for a lot of the episodes. And he's he's done both of the sh- the episodes where it was all one. It's seemingly one shot. And man, God, it's so good. So good. The Seven Fishes episode and the Cupcake episode. So goddamn good. Um, definitely an Emmy Award winning show. You should definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. It's uh, FX property, FX Pass, Hulu Plus. Let's get into something that we both, or all three of us, has watched. Secret Invasion. The new Wait, are you Disney caught up on Plus. Secret Invasion? Yeah, I'm caught up. Yeah. Oh! All the Negroes the are here. brain on bread! <laughs> <laughs> All the Negroes are caught up on the secrets and the evasions. Look at you, you yep. monkey. Which is funny <laughs> because that, that show is very Negroid, Negroid heavy. Uh, it's uh, incredible. Well, except for well, one nigga. well. Given, given spoilers you know, compared spoilers to the rest of the yeah, yeah. we about to spoil yeah. the fuck up. By the time y'all hear this, anyway, you should be fine. Yeah, it's not that deep. Anyway. Yeah, episode yeah, one through three guys. is what Come we'll on, be guys. discussing. Yeah, episode one through three is what we'll be discussing. Uh, but yeah, no, the four just happened, nigga. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's four episodes in. My bad, sorry. I was gonna say, uh, are you caught up? <laughs> yeah, I'm caught up. <laughs> I'm caught up. I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Uh, but yeah, so we get Nick Fury returning back from space. Uh, hold, holding down. I was singing <laughs> that down in my sword. head. I didn't, I didn't know if I was alone. <laughs> I holding, holding sword. Uh, holding sword down up in space. And then... <laughs> oh... Oh, shoot. Uh, you have oh, <laughs> Ben Middles Ben uh, <laughs> Ben Middleston <laughs> as Talos. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Ben Middleston's back this as Talos. Girl was mean. <laughs> Shout out to Usher. Hey man, what a what a great song. Uh, yeah. Talos and uh, Colby Smolder down there as uh... <laughs> I'm the kind of brother. That's a great song. I see why he's stealing so many women. Who is doing in my way, getting my feelings, <laughs> my career, <laughs> and every lover? No. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, secret right. invasion. Okay, we're good. Great. We're ready. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh ready. shit! But but yeah, no. Uh, Nick Fury's back. He's checking out this the scene. Uh, Talos, as well as uh, Maria Hill. The best part of the series, hundred percent. Sam Jackson. Yeah, Sam Jackson's acting. Bad. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they're all back in episode one. Um, they meet each other. They find out that the scrolls. Some rogue agents, basically, in the Scroll uh, universe and army is starting to gather together. Taylor's daughter, Gaia. I can't wait to talk about why I don't like this show. 
Gaia is. Cam, uh, I'm trying Kelly. not. I'm trying not to be mean to Marvel anymore. I'm trying. I'm not being mean, but I, what I'm going to say is going to make sense. But I'm not being okay. okay. Right. I'm interested to hear. Sense, uh, you I mean, have I know this you are. nigga. It's me. <laughs> Duh, you. Uh, uh, you have uh, what's his name? Kingsley. Kingsley been out here. Who's going to play? I saw the trailer day for. He's going to play um, uh, Bob Marley. He's going to portray Bob Marley in the in the biopic. So shout out to him. The one that's but uh, out, the other ones, the Marleys were behind. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Shit, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, he's going to be the new Super Scroll along with I don't know how many others, but in the comics, Super Scroll was uh, basically a scientific Super engineer. Thug. <laughs> yeah, what, scientific what, engineer. What? 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 <laughs> This is a scientifically engineered scroll that had the powers of Fantastic Four and some other superheroes later on down the line. In this version, <laughs> uh, they're, they're using a lot of the uh, characters that were... Groot. Yeah, <laughs> Groot. <laughs> Groot's in there. The um, One of the people from Thanos' Do you crew. care now? <laughs> one of the people from Thanos' crew. Uh, Iron Man's... Um, oh, God, I can't say the name of it now. Oh, I forgot. It'll come back to me. But anyway, you don't care. That's why. (laughs) Extremists. I knew. I I knew it would come back to me. Extremists that let you heal and stuff like that. So they're trying to build this uh, basically army. You find out the scrolls are in positions of power that Nick Fury wasn't aware of. Uh, He has a fantastic scene. Who's like his mom? Him and his mom say, "Play a game. Tell me something I don't know." And then he learns that there is over a million scrolls that are on Earth. And this happened while Nick Fury was gone during the blip. He gets mad. Gets mad at Talos. They go on a fact-finding mission. Talos realizes he's not the angry general that he once was, uh, but still wants humanity to, to love them as a people. Can't come together. Talos gets killed. You find out uh, Nick Fury has been getting freaky with a scroll of himself. Because, <laughs> you know, brothers, brothers is going to fuck. <laughs> brothers is going to fuck. A little scrolly scroll. Yeah, she turned herself into a Nubian queen, and he was like, stay like that. <laughs> stay like that. Don't move. Hold that spot. And I'll, said, I'll stay with you. Fuck <laughs> Get freaky with me. You, I wonder who else he turned to. He, he turned on the Carol Danvers one time, <laughs> real quick, with the boob job. Uh, but like, yeah, no, they like they killed Peggy Carteries. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some archive footage. I'm gonna need you to, need you to match that tightness. <laughs> but Maria Hill uh, dies early in episode one, so they leave they leave you with a couple of cliffhangery type stuff. You learn that. I don't know for how long, but Don Cheadle's James Rose is also a scroll. Not sure what type of scroll he is, but he's definitely on the side of the super scroll. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it week to week. I'm not. Uh, I'm we not know. mad at the series. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. So tell me why you guys don't like it. <coughs> we know that you like the show. <laughs> we know that it just. <laughs> Cam, Cam, you go, you go first. This is your moment. So first of all, this, this is like a nitpicky thing. This is a nitpicky okay. thing. This, this, this is more of a preference thing. This isn't why I don't think the show is good. I'm not okay. saying it's. I don't like that they've basically used this show to completely discredit Nick Fury in the Marvel Universe. They do a lot of discrediting. They've been doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> They literally made it seem like not only have they made him seem old and feeble and useless this entire show Mm -hmm. and clueless and stupid. Right. And (laughs) and the bestiality. What they've also (laughs) done 
is they've also made it seem like every good dope thing that he did to get to the point of becoming Nick Fury was thanks to the fact that he has scrolls working alongside him since 1995. Yeah. That's so trash. Like, it takes away all the mystique away from a character that you built a decade building up. Yeah, you you just ruined it completely. I think that's pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, You can say that that's supposed to help you lend credit to the scrolls. Say whatever you want. But I don't care about them. That's, you know... Oh yeah, that's the that's the, the biggest gripe of the show about. so far. I don't give a fuck about the scrolls. <laughs> I, I don't care. care about them. They I don't care about him having Groot arm and then getting shot in the face and looking like T two. I don't <laughs> care. Like I really don't care. Like he's doing a good job as an actor. Uh, Gravic, he's yeah. fine. He's fine. Uh, Amelia Clark is trying. She's trying. Uh, but yeah. every episode has been like a carbon copy of the last episode. Hey, look, it's Nick Fury. Damn, he's stupid. Person dies that Nick cares about. <laughs> That's been like four straight episodes of just dumb, like dumb Nick Fury. And and just, why? Why am I here? Yeah. Why am I here? Like, okay, cool. Rhodey is a scroll. And notice how, once again, they do this all the time. This was my gripe with Civil War, too. Mm-hmm. When I was like, they're doing Civil War. Some real shit better happen well let's just hurt roadie that's it roadie got hurt guys he's not dead but he's hurt all right secret invasion who have they been inhabiting let's just get roadie we don't give a fuck about (laughs) roadie you don't get hotel rwanda out of here when's the last time he was really like damn i wonder what war machine doing you ain't Unless never just thinking, that question. We just got to do Don because Don Cheadle's one of our better actors, so we got to keep making you it. You know, never cared about anything roadie related, bro. You haven't. Mm-hmm. He's just very mediocre and minuscule. You you keep lowering the stakes of what you're trying to make grand because you don't take us seriously enough to realize that these characters don't even matter to you. Mm-hmm. So why should they matter to us? <sighs> you know what I'm saying, like. It's just, it's, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the writing's fine, but every episode's like a lot of dialogue, a lot of dialogue, British accents, <laughs> character dead, and Nick Fury going, Oh <laughs> no, I'm old. And we got two episodes left of this, what, right? Two episodes left? It's six episodes. I yeah. think so. Yeah, so two episodes left. We have four. Mm-hmm. So I'm not excited. I don't think we're going to get anything groundbreaking. I don't think we're going to get anything <laughs> that great. I mean, if I'm being honest, all the episodes kind of run together after a while. I think the best scene so far was them trying to get the code from the scroll with the with the bomb mm-hmm. on the ship where he got his daughter shot. That was cool. Good, good. But other than that, can you really tell me something that really felt like, ooh, stakes is high? Stakes okay. is high. You know the stakes is high. Shout out to De La Soul. Anybody? Anybody got something? I mean, uh, uh, Antonio, would you... Yeah, Did I miss anything? Um, this has been my problem. It's not even a problem. But this has been my thing with this phase is I like I don't know who I should care about yes. anymore. Because right now I don't. I mean, because we could question what we can question the quality of films in every single phase. Like there is mm-hmm. there was some there was some heavy mid in every phase. So mm-hmm. it's not like this is just a nostalgia looking back, you know, making something better than it was or revisionist history. But it's like, I don't know who I should care about. And so when they do these shows with these in-depth plot lines, it's about people and things that I don't care about because you haven't given me a reason to. So mm-hmm. like outside of, and, and that's, and that's the thing about this is 
this is all connected to the comics, and I understand that. But right. like you're cheating the genre when you're assuming that people should know. And because right. so far, if I was an idiot, well, not even if I was an idiot, if I just didn't care about comics and I knew nothing about scrolls, what have what have they done in any of these shows to make me really care? Oh my God, they're dominating Nick Fury, who has no we got one. We got a little bit of them. We got a little <laughs> oh, bit of them, no. a little bit of them told in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and then now we have this show, and it's like, why? Why should I care? Why are these people important? Yeah. And that's why I asked the question. I almost felt like they took the same okay. template. They took the same template from the bad, the bad guys and gals in Falcon. It's the same template. A group of young insurgents who feel slighted by the world because of whatever, and they're here to shake some stuff up. But in the end, they're inconsequential to the to the actual plot. Mm-hmm. We're at the end of You're Falcon. You don't care, Falcon when, man? when have we ever thought about that <laughs> redhead chick? The one from the from the oh you're exactly. About, you're talking about uh, you talking about nigger soldier. Captain America. Captain America. We don't care about none of that. So so I mean, Captain, and we were Captain and we were just talking and, and so I I called a friend of mine who's 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 like an, another version of L.A. where I just know they're gonna give me the. They're gonna they're gonna ride for they're gonna ride for Marvel and I'm like just explain to me why I'm gonna care and it's the mm-hmm. fa- same line that I hear every time and it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. Well, you just gotta wait. How long do I have to wait? And especially now, we're gonna be waiting for a long ass time. Waiting because we not getting we not getting nothing else for at least another two years. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. care about these scrolls in 2026. I guarantee you, <laughs> because that's probably the next time we'll see any, see or hear anything about them, unless they yeah. mention something in the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Another movie that I don't really care about because I don't yeah. care about these people, and so I, I don't know. And I get it. I'll cut them some slack because I know they they planned on riding with Chadwick, and yep. I think they were hoping that Black Panther would be one of their core. But it's like he's not here anymore, and I think the only other person that I actually even kind of care about is Tom Holland in Spider Man and. Mm-hmm. Who, we don't even who's what's up with him and Sony and everybody. We don't even know. He ain't, he ain't gonna be around too much longer. And so well, you know, I, I got one more for you. <laughs> something in America Chavez. <laughs> Hear that, Marvel? <laughs> I want to fucking wait. <clears throat> I just want to know what that is. And I think they have to find that soon because I think as they just start to crowd the market with more and more and more and more heroes mm-hmm. is getting to the point where now I don't, I don't know who I should care about. And I also don't know who I should fear. So I don't know who's, who's really scary. And I don't mm-hmm. know who's their ultimate problem is right now that the big baddie they've built up to be the person we're supposed to fear. That's another is issue. in court. That's another so issue. we don't know if we're supposed to continue to fear that big baddie because he might be in some legal trouble that he can't not get only did they of. have him get get washed by some smart ants. <laughs> Let's not go there again. God, but uh, but now just... we don't even know. I'm hoping. I mean, look, I'm hoping that what what is right is right. So I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm 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 hoping for Jonathan to be good at the expense of a, of a woman who was 
wrong done wrong. You know, I, you I hope what's LA? right is right. You hear that thirteen percent? Right. But the assumption, <laughs> but the assumption is guy. either way, even if he's clear, the the it might be it might it's be ugly. Sticky. Yeah, the, Im- the image sticky, is damaged. You know, and they may not want to ride with him, so we don't even you know. know. So some of it, some of it is stuff they can't control, and some of it I think is a machine that that's gotten too big for them to really focus on the details. And more and more, I'm finding the details getting lost. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean the show's not terrible. It's 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 cool. Sam is acting. He's doing his thing. He's trying. But it's just, but it's just parts that they set up, but then it makes me not... So I'm like, the heavy, he's supposed to be this big bad that's got all these, all these issues. They're trying to go... We really haven't even spoiled anything, but here's kind of spoiled. They're trying to get the president... And Nick Fury is the one that can spoil this plan. Nick Fury, mm-hmm. this man, this man stuck out uh, 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 tree arms and killed a guy, and yep. that was it. He yeah. didn't do anything else. He got on a police bike and rode away. Like you mean to tell me he <laughs> couldn't they, run through them guys? And, and I love the whole. Oh yeah, you know the reason why. You know what I'm saying we couldn't. You know, bring in the uh, the, the Avengers. Avengers. What if they just steal their powers like the Lost Stars? <laughs> it's a, it was a really cheap way to explain why literally trying to start Thor isn't here War, whooping this nigga's they're ass. They're trying to start World War Three right now, and you worried about the scrolls taking power. All right, you got it. Like, Nuclear weapons can uh, be launched. Like we <laughs> got we got homies on the team that can get these niggas out of here, but mm-hmm. you know we really can't use them because contractually we got other issues. So now we got to make a reason for why Look, y'all just not got here. the rights to the Hulk. Y'all better flip some shit up. <laughs> There's. There's rumors of like an, an Avenger esque person showing up at some point in this in the show. Whether that happens, that's well, we got I'm two more episodes, so we'll yeah, see. I'm not well, sure we already got an Avengers esque nigga, and his name is Rhodey. I don't give a fuck about no esque shit. <laughs> so he's <laughs> got. So this has to be post Civil War. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, of course. He, he got shot because out he would have turned back when he got shot out the mm-hmm. shot out the sky. Right. So so most likely it happened after. I mean. I think, I think, uh, that'd have been I like, they're like, Hey, black widows, a scroll. We've been like, we, yeah. So? I'm sorry. Die. Yeah. We yeah. I mean, I get it. I get, I get your reasons. Yeah. But of, I, that's the only thing. It's just it's like, you know, you took, you took a guy like, like, um, like fury. And then you kind of just like made him. You neutered like he, the character. Yeah. Of you, all the yeah. things that made I'm him like, cool. For what? <laughs> and they've been doing that. Like Doctor Strange was a guy, and then they ended up telling they us that Doctor Strange Doctor was Doctor Strange a, power. He never got. He never got his in flowers. In his first movie, he didn't even beat the bad guy. <laughs> Dormammu, he had, he had I come to him. bargain. <laughs> Dormammu, <laughs> he just annoyed him. That's and then this is a movie where we're thinking we're gonna have him really actually flex, and and basically they shit on him by saying you were a selfish bastard, and there were. And I'm like, what? <sighs> Yeah. Like what's happening with they this phase? Said, I don't know. Actually, this Doctor Strange movie is a Scarlet Witch movie. Yeah, basically. I think, so, I think the idea of the show, or maybe what they're implying, the idea of the show is, is for you, the audience, to question who is and who isn't, and who's on what side. Whether they're getting that across effectively is going to be up to you individually. Yeah, but yeah, I, nigga, whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that point is missed. I, I think that point's coming across I, clear. I enjoy doing the show with you guys very much. The que- the question <laughs> 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 we, 
I get what they're doing. The question is, why should I care? That's the main takeaway. What should I care? What? Why should I care? Tell me. Really, that's but a I big mean, question. Like, I LA, mean, tell me why I should care about the scrolls. Well, I don't know. That, I mean, I don't. I don't have an answer for you because it hasn't been answered. And yet. it seems like they don't. Oh that's what my I'm bad. Saying. Tell because me why they've I should had care. Four episodes to make us care, and they haven't made us care yet. But maybe the last two. I mean no. that. I mean that's just. But they've no. done that's, this with their heroes a lot. Is they bring out these people who have this potential to be really cool characters, and mm-hmm. then they end up being Im- unimportant. Cool yeah, I would Ooh, say they better be glad that James Gunn's about to run DC further into the ground. <laughs> I don't think you guys have uh, in terms of Marvel animation uh, shows <laughs> I'm assuming that you guys have not seen Marvel's Mightiest Avengers would you like Correct? to know which one of them are cowards <laughs> no I have not watched that so no okay. man alright so in the show I think around uh-huh. season 2 or 3 um, uh-huh. there's a sequence of events where Cap who you've seen be cap throughout most of the series uh yeah. beats another cap up and you realize that he was a scroll which is similar to what the comics was so it was like a big reveal they have lost a lot of their characters to where that would be impactful right which is why they have nothing left but like a roadie what? you mean <laughs> like, to tell me that marvel has once again shot themselves in the foot with horrible sequencing and storytelling i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. Cause let me tell you something. Let let a black Captain America be beating beating up a black Captain America. The whites are gonna love it. <laughs> they don't want to see one nigga in a Captain America suit. You think they want to see two? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where they're gonna land as far as with the story and the scrolls. Cause I mean, you only got them in Captain Marvel. <laughs> somewhere for you to somewhere safe for you to cape for it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> they only got Captain Marvel and the Junction of Scrolls, and haven't really introduced <clears throat> them except for the end of Spider Man. And then now with this show, I don't know if and Nick Fury was the right vehicle. Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, I don't know if I don't, don't know Nick if Nick Fury was the right vehicle for this type of story. I I don't know if that was really the right. What do you What do you think, in your opinion, should have been the way to go? In your opinion, I mean, you would. Uh, I guess I, I get why would, they did it because Nick you would, had the closest you would, association to the scrolls and the way that they did it. But where would you take it? I mean, the only real good answer would have been somebody like Captain America. Because if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a secret soldier type of story, or even I would even prefer Bucky. Like if you're going to have something of that ilk show back up, mm-hmm. have somebody that one can pose a threat to the threat, right? Like at least with Bucky, you know he could have had some hands for him instead of like Nick Fury, who's in his close to eighties, <laughs> okay, walking well, around me, with a gun. Let me shoot them that little bit of bail. I guess they just wanted they can't. In order to make the scrolls feel at least in some way insurmountable, the vil- the person that's fighting them has to be able to not be able to overpower them. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, if that makes sense. So, but Nick, but, but, but Nick, but Nick Fury is so behind. Out of you. Yeah, he's so no, I, behind. I get that. Yeah. I get that's that. the thing. But because that's also it's a that was a compliment and low key a detriment because when you got eighty year old Nick Fury is the <laughs> what am I gonna do? That means anybody else with even a, a medicum a medicum of power is gonna just. Yeah, I mean, so, if you have a nine millimeter, you can take it down a scroll. So that's the second part of this well, that I think they anymore. were, I think <laughs> yeah, they were right. trying to tell, and I wish that they would have de- delved into that because I still don't understand why the 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 super spy doesn't have like the immediate contact of of an infinite number of people who can help. Well, well they, so they, you got to explain, like, you got to explain to me why he can't call right. a lot of people who can come mop this up real quick. And so far, it's like he's isolated. But why is he isolated? Yeah. 
And I don't think they've explained yeah, yo, that. Here's another question. How if there's a reason, this, then tell how me. How is, yeah, how would all of this have been going on and the president's just barely, you know, never mind, never mind. It's fine. Like, think, nobody else knows about this? Nobody's like, yo, Nick, what's going on? Like, we... Well, I think, I think that's what the show is trying to uh, unveil, of, like, all these scrolls exist at, at any given moment using different positions of power that they've seated at some point in time. We don't know when. Uh, so who to trust for Nick Fury now becomes out the window because who can he call that he can believe is really on his side? Who they, can I run It would have been way better. It would have been way better, but once again, what, what do you know? Marvel Super Genius. It would have been way <laughs> better if during Civil War you realized that that's yes, the Yes, I, I agree. There. I agree. If we, if we got they, a sc- they wanted them to unmask so bad so that they can know who to take over. Yeah, if we got a scroll reveal at the end of Civil War, that would have been way more like it, the stakes you were talking about would have been amped up a lot higher. Like if we had had a Captain America reveal of him being a scroll, like at the end of Civil War, of like uh, him walking away from Black Widow after the, all the team, and he turns into a scroll and then just cuts to black, you'd have been like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> like how many? You know what I mean? Like that would have been a yeah. better reveal. Um, yeah, going forward. Yeah, no, don't worry, bro. Captain Warlock, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Why scrolls? Why now? I mean, bro, I don't Adam know. Warlock, period. Stop questioning <laughs> it, okay? We do whole storylines without characters in it all the time. Look how amazing the product is, right? I would say the introduction of the scrolls and also Kang is interesting because scrolls on their own are already, could be like a next level Thanos event in it's terms the of prob- like super Here's scroll. the ultimate problem. Here's the ultimate problem. And it's, it just doesn't work. In, in cinema and stuff like that, it's really hard to push because the strength of the scrolls is really the number of the scrolls correct but there's no like i'm the scroll <laughs> you know well, what that, I mean? that's, like, that's what that's super scroll is supposed to feel for that because yeah, really no <laughs> it's super scroll <laughs> like no nigga your name is the same thing as the other niggas yeah <laughs> there these thanos had his whole army fucking <laughs> kang has an army of himself nigga like i'm kang yeah. i'm me like but even even just one of me can fuck shit up it takes it takes a nation of millions to hold the scrolls back. Apparently, you know what I mean. Like it just yeah, because the creed, it takes the, away from the power. Yeah, but I think that's why they're trying to uh, elicit the super scroll. My worry is that at the end of Secret Invasion, what they're going to do with the super scroll idea is because uh, super scroll came from a lot of like Fantastic Four stuff, like all the powers version of Fantastic Four, like the stretch, which is why they have brute. Uh, it had Johnny Blaze's fire and <sighs> Sue Storm's invisibility and then the things like invulnerability. So they're using a lot of these other, like the Frost Giant and the, uh, um, I can't remember the character's name, but uh, from Thanos' crew, who when his arm got cut, they used that, stuff like that. So they're using these as like an amalgam of what Fantastic Four was for Super Scroll. And my worry is at the end of this, we're not going to have any type of carryover that would make sense for the rest of the crew, but we won't know for a while now. So who's to say as far as the show on its own, enjoying it just because of the act, <laughs> the acting and everything is fun. I'm, I'm liking Sam. Wait for years. You know, what's also bad. I have a, I have a friend that the one who that I, I think is even more excitable than LA. So well, just, you, we have a group. No, you, you guys have beaten me down so much that I We have a group chat, and it'll be like, it, this has happened a couple times, especially during these series, is he'll be like, 
like, holy shit, episode four, crazy. And I go mm-hmm. watch episode four, and it's it's a pack of mid. And I'm but like, you're not, but you're nigga, not gonna get, what? You're not going to get the same enjoyment out of it as somebody who, like, understands. No, see, and, and, <laughs> and, but thank you. You just led me to the point. That's their job. Their right, job as the creators is to make me excited by I actually telling the story and not just banking on the foot? fact that I have, hmm. I'm not, I don't know. And not just banking on the fact that I have, like, like I know the comics. You got to assume that I don't know anything about this. You can't do, I know you guys aren't fans of the movies, but you can't do Lord of the Rings assuming that I read Lord of the Rings. You can't do Harry Potter assuming that I read Harry Potter. You got to tell me why I should care that. about this little boy. You can't do Lord of the Rings. <laughs> why should I, I get, care about I get, this little boy? I shouldn't care I about this little boy. So you yeah, got to tell get, me in the films. He lived under some stairs. <laughs> so it's like, I, you know. I, I get there's a level of like inside baseball type stuff that happens where I, a lot of the shows more so than the movies even. And it's it can be a detriment for a lot of people who who are into the stuff, but the, not but not like super invested. Just think of the best movie, the best superhero movies. I, I didn't have to know anything about Batman to have enjoyed the Batman because mm-hmm. they just told they just told a story. That was compelling in itself. Sure, it's cool to know that this is about year one Batman and Long Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That adds mm-hmm. an extra layer to it. But I didn't have to read any of those. I didn't have to know anything about that to understand Same and follow the, the Dark plot. Knight. You know, I, I didn't have to know any. I didn't have to know anything yeah. about Batman and Dark Knight. They did. They explained to me who uh-huh. Batman was. It was very simple. I'm the Batman, and my influence as a hero is rubbing off on people because in real life, that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. People would try to be like, "I'm gonna be a Batman too," and then they'd be getting wearing hockey pads and shit. That's it doesn't take much to realize what's going on, but when you got these other movies and these other shows, yeah, like or you take Secret Invasion, you take Black Panther, you take Winter Soldier, and then you make the story compelling. That it doesn't matter that the that the characters are super super powered. It doesn't really matter. Here's and a that's character. That's why that, Endgame know. is overrated. Because if you just put it on in a vacuum, it's not a great movie. It's basing all of its entertainment value off of what they expected you to know over the past decade. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hey. Damn, ink. damn, Hey, did you know, that, yeah, that, like, listen, if you, obviously it's a big part of the movie, but, I just, I don't, taking, I, but taking out that last fight it scene, just feel, it, it's it just feels a whatever unfair. movie. But it feels it's very, unfair. It feels, that feels very unfair. Cause like if it you if you unfair. if you had not been a part of the universe and the, the collection of okay, movies up time to out, that point, time out, time out, time why out, time are you out. even going to watch it? Time out, time out. Did you need to see all of the other Mission Impossible's to think this was a good movie? Yes. Yes. This nigga's so full of shit. <laughs> this nigga's so full of shit. No, Yo, you didn't need. You know, you if if you have never watched a Mission Impossible movie, you can watch this and still. It's a fun action movie. This is actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But there's you don't there's, need to see the other ones. You don't. But there's but there's clear callbacks to the previous movies. Callbacks is one thing, but not being Wait, able to out, follow time the out, plot. Time out, time out. The main villain in this movie that he's fighting throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him in any other Mission Impossible movie? No, it's something from before. I mean, before the the first movie, I guess started. Oh, oh, so oh, oh, shit! So you could follow this story without knowing shit from the other movies, right? I said there are callbacks to the other movies. <laughs> There's characters callbacks. from. There's literally there's main characters from other movies that show up in this movie. Did they not explain who those characters were within the movie? Yes, but they do that in the end game. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it. No, you, you got it. This, this man is 
this man must have chilled with Gravik with these reaches. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing about um, No Way Home. Even though I think No Way Home was a more enjoyable movie, it's a better it's, movie. It's than the Endgame. best. The best part of the movie relies on the 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 the, the pops. That was that was what they relied on. Because when you mm-hmm. watch it again, knowing that all that's gonna happen, then it's like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Because the most the most emotional thing about that movie was Andrew Garfield catching MJ. Yeah, and you going, damn, he didn't catch his mm-hmm. girl at his his MJ. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't catch Never. her. That's what hits you. But you know the plot of the and movie, that's, is, and mean, that's you know, fine. And that's not a, that's just, not a bad thing. It's not it's a bad just, thing. You gotta call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. It's just you. You have to. You, rely you are upon... introducing. I, I guess again, even if we're talking about the quality of the movies of the first at least phase or two, there was at least there was at least a quality about the way that they introduced the characters and the main plot lines to the point where you knew. What the hell was going on? I was not confused about who I should care about. I was not confused about who who I should be worried about. I was not confused at potential infighting. They made that perfectly clear when they introduced their main five, six people. And they did that fairly quickly when you think about it. Like within the first six or seven movies, I knew who my core was. And now I'm mm-hmm. thinking of how many movies and shows have we, ha- have we had post-Endgame. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I still don't know who I should care about. Like, who mm-hmm. is coming to save the day? Because they're yeah, either the flipping people. feel so low since Thanos. You know, uh, Scarlet <laughs> yeah. Witch is over here. You know, yeah. Doctor Strange is a pair. I don't know. Like, who should I <laughs> like, care about? It's, it's like, without the Infinity Stones and, and, and Thanos, it kind of just, you don't really, you don't feel there's a threat. It's, that it's made weird. me so mad. I love, I love Loki. Loki's probably my favorite of all of the TV shows. But that part made me so mad. When that man opened the drawer, like, oh, these nigga, mm-hmm. people die for these. And now you're like, <laughs> they don't matter. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Why are you guys? You guys are killing your own properties. Now I go back and watch that. Them going over, going crazy to collect these stones. And now these stones don't matter. That's what they told mm-hmm. us. Yeah. They told us that the stones that they told us to care about don't actually matter anymore. And they're in they're They're insignificant. When you think about the whole. OK, so what was all that for then? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Marvel talk. Great. <laughs> The <laughs> Secret Invasion, <laughs> Disney Plus, unanswerable Secret questions. Invasion. Just, just go ahead and watch it. I guess if you want to. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back, when, we'll be back when the show ends. <laughs> we'll be back when the show ends. Cam, <laughs> Cam, Marshall, tell us what's wrong with you so they can find you. Uh, you can find me reenacting the dance steps to Usher's Caught Up video <laughs> at Cam Archer on all streaming platforms. Antonio, tell the wrongdoers where they can find you. I don't have a snarky uh, ending. You can find me at A. De- a Devon Johnson. <laughs> no, no snarky remarks, yeah, Slack man. You can find me there. Oh, man. Uh, you can find me continuing to watch all Marvel Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, he has one. You he can has find one. me. Hold on. Hold on, Cam. Okay. Pause. Well, well, all right. You can find me preparing myself for the great Barbieheimer event that is happening this upcoming gang, week. Gang, nigga. We should Barbie be dropping Heimer the camp. Shit. Listen, Didn't I don't care if they know. LA, LA, I will cut this. Nigga, let's get it I will cut this episode either tonight or tomorrow morning. We can put this up tomorrow so these niggas know. Ne- this well, next time week. Out, time out. We, gotta, we got one more current event. We can throw them up too. No, I, hey, yo, I, I hear you. So we need back to put to the back. other one up tomorrow. And back to back on these. Back, up, 
So back niggas to back know like what Drake. fucking time it is. Barbie Heimer, nigga. Back to back like Drake. Chris Nolan, hey. Greta Gerwig, G's listen, up, nigga. What the fuck listen, you talking about, nigga? I got a whole, I got a whole Robert Downey birthday Jr. Party. in a real nigga movie for once. You feel me? It's a nine, it's a nineties, it's a nineties birthday party that's starting at seven thirty. But mm-hmm. if if the schedules work out, and as soon as me and Cam really officially solidify these tickets, I believe if we it saw wasn't for Barbie. Oppenheimer, there wouldn't be no '90s party, yeah. nigga. We might be off the map, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I believe we saw a, a six six forty p.m. Barbie Barbie showing. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be Oppenheimer first because if you watch Barbie, you niggas first, ain't then even you're, really ready. Y'all, you're y'all ain't a serial never killer. Been to Europe, mm-hmm. nigga. You yeah, ain't never you know. owned a Barbie playset, nigga. Moms yep. had the first ones out. Y'all know what it's fucking time down. it is, nigga. Listen, we've been talking about all this, mid, me, all this mid, late, all this mid lately. This is mid, cinema. This mid that y'all be watching, y'all cinema. Know, it's a little, little fuckootery that y'all be watching. <laughs> it's a wrap for that, B. We ain't doing that no more. Y'all some New York niggas. It's time now. In my best Mar- Martin Scorsese voice, this is cinema. This ain't that. This ain't them amusement ass parks. Niggas. No amusement parks. No roller coasters. Nigga, this is that ain't real no shit. Ain't no Supreme Scream around here, nigga. Nah. You know what fucking time it is, nah. nigga. Nah. Quit playing with me, nigga. Come with your thinking caps. <laughs> I know y'all and been used. I know y'all been used. That, I know y'all been used to that mid where you could just turn these off, but nah, turn turn your y'all brains used to on. That foo-foo. Nah, we turn open that your, shit off right. Open your now, heart. Dude. No more of that foo-foo shit, nigga. Christopher Nolan got something to say. You know Big Nolan coming for your head top. Quit playing with him, bro. Uh, 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 uh. You're done, more though, ch- eh? More choose for your head top. Greta Gerwig, eh? <laughs> You're done, though, eh? Ryan Gosling, eh? You're done, though, eh? Barbie Heimer. Willie! <laughs> I really enjoyed ah. doing this podcast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Nolan, the- Greta Gerwig, they here, baby. <laughs> so follow us on the pod, DTWT pod. That's DTWT pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Or check us out on our website at DTWTpod.com where you can find us, learn more about us, and buy some merch. As always, it's nice to be good, but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing. We out.